There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning, Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia <laughs> sounds like this. Nickname Vicious Beast. Yo, don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like his best. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready, here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. Alrighty, here we go. It is the KVJ show. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hello. It's another beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Hot and murky out there again. Go figure. It is. It's like mugs. As soon as you walk in, it's just muggy and wet outside. Very hot. Yes, it definitely is. So best to stay inside and just watch the KBJ show. You can uh, dial us up right now. Anywhere you watch your YouTube, could be uh, on that TV on your wall, could be on your smartphone, on your tablet. Just go to YouTube, look for the KBJ Show, or dial it up at kbjshow.tv. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you thinking about today, bird? Y'all see that clip where Pink is performing and somebody throws a bag on on the stage Pink realizes it's the person they, they throw on the stage, it's her mother's ashes, the person in the concert. How do you feel about people taking their ashes and kind of throwing them out in public places like that? We got the audio of Pink kind of getting weirded out by it. That is weird. And I get it. You're like, oh, mom's last wish was be with Pink on stage. But just because that's cool with you and your dead mom, should you really weird everybody else out? No. <laughs> And you should ask Pink before you do that. Here's here's a clip right here. <laughs> she goes right back into singing, but she picks up the bag and kind of is all weirded out and puts it by a speaker and goes back into the song. Talk about getting thrown during a performance. That's a lot. <laughs> I knew somebody whose dad passed away, and he loved the Yankees. And what and his dying wish was spread the ashes at Yankee Stadium. How do you feel about those things? It doesn't feel like something that we should just be allowed to do. Because I've seen so many of them go wrong, and then the ashes get on innocent people that are just bystanders. If a wind comes along, anybody close by is screwed. Now you've got grandma on you. And is that illegal? Let's say you do go to a stadium, you get caught dumping ashes on the field. I mean, you're putting a dead body there. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do it. I think you can get in trouble. You know, considering how sensitive it is, I don't know how harsh they'll come down on you. But a lot of times it doesn't make sense. Like, for instance, where are you going to dump the ashes in Yankee Stadium? If you can get access to the field, that might be one thing. You ingrain them in the field and the dirt and the grass. But if you're dropping them in the stands, an usher or somebody's going to come sweep them up and throw them away at the, uh, 
you know, half-eaten hot dogs. I'm with you. I mean, I've, I've heard of people getting them spread over, you know, the woods or, you know, the forest where they, they you know, a, a peaceful place like that. That's that's better than a stadium almost because you're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's nature. Ocean makes Ocean. sense. I'm okay with that. I saw a TikTok this week. All these hookers went to the beach with grandma and they were spreading grandma's ashes into the ocean. A wind came and blew all the ashes on all these people, including innocent bystanders that had nothing to do with spreading grandma. Oh, it was on TikTok? Yeah, I'm sure that was real. It looked real. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Grandma's ashes! Can you believe it? Whoa, look at the likes! Can you believe it? <laughs> it looks so real. Come on, dog! It looks real. <laughs> Let's go recreate that with same thing today. <laughs> yeah, in fact, it was uh, BuzzFeed kind of went through uh, unusual funeral requests from celebrities. You know, some of these uh, are a little bit more far fetched than others. Tupac wanted his ashes to be smoked by members of his former group, the Outlaws. Wow. And that would be one of those things where I wouldn't be pumped to do that if, if, if it was Denny's, but because it is his dying wish, I would have to do it. Mm-hmm. I'd have to smoke Denny's. That's yeah. safe? I, I don't I don't see how it could be. <laughs> Doesn't feel right, but you know. Hunter S. Thompson, the author of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, he wanted his ashes to be fired from a cannon and Johnny Depp did it. That dude was weird. Yeah. Fired from a cannon, that's not as bad, right? What is that? That is awesome. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool. It's not like you're on the beach and now you've got it in your teeth. Fred Bauer, the inventor of Pringles, he had his ashes buried in a Pringles can. The original flavor, of course. That is a great idea. I love that. See, now that makes sense. This is better than dumping your mom's bag of ashes at Pink's feet and having her get weirded out (laughs) and shutting down the concert. Arch West, the inventor of Doritos, said his urn was to be buried in a box surrounded by Doritos chips. I, I, again, I respect it. I think it's weird and awesome. Mm-hmm. But he was a man of Doritos, and that's how he wants to be remembered. All those make sense to me. Do, do you have any weird requests? Are you just going to go straight up old school, put me in the ground kind of a thing? Probably just, uh, yeah, earn. I don't think I'm going to do anything at all. It's not something I've given a lot of thought to because I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> you I really don't care? Here. Nah. As soon as I'm done, it's whatever. Whatever the family decides to do with you. Well, to me, it's about what legacy you left at that point. It's whatever happens with the carcass. You know, just do your best to, you know, tidy it up. You're not bummed out at all if you find out as soon as you die, you're getting stuffed and then displayed. It'd be weird. Be weird for everybody. Would that bother you going into the next? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't approve of it. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody would do that. But. Stuffed and then mounted in the corner. No, but you're yeah. saying it doesn't. You don't really care. But if if you found out that was going to happen, I prefer can't. it not. Yeah. Well, it, because you know what? That's something that could tarnish your legacy. You're right. Yeah, and you know? freak out children. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's. I assume somebody. Uh, Nefarious has gotten hold of my carcass at that point. Virginia and the bird. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing tricks and pranks. Yeah. But we could still do events and bring Kevin along. It would be like winking at Bernie. I look the same in photos. <laughs> it does look like he's photoshopped in every photo. That wouldn't change. Remember that story about that? That happened. They took a guy out to the club. He was a rapper. He was a rapper. Yeah. And they propped him up. Yes. And I think they did a show with him. Yes. They, he was in the yeah. VIP room. Well, all right. Well, then we'll continue the KVJ lives. He was he was passed away. He was at least four or five days dead. Well, at least let you pick your club. Where would you like to go, Kevin? 
My club? Yeah. Oh, we got to do club should, gigs? Yeah. Should we bring you to space oh, with your daughter and well, her friends? I don't think he likes clubs and, and <laughs> why it's alive. I don't know. Yeah. Why would we do this in death? <laughs> Terrible. I, that's all I got in my mind. <laughs> that's a lot. What's on your mind, Virginia? Well, you know, Rocco is a little under the weather. So yesterday I had to bring him to the pediatrician and try to figure out what's going on. Because, I don't know, it just he was running a fever. He threw up on the way from Buffalo Wild Wings on the way home. I was like, uh-oh, this is not good. So we ended up giving him every test under the sun. Can't figure out what the heck he's got. And now he's just on antibiotics and cough medicine. But I think it's kind of convenient that he gets sick the week of vacation Bible school. And he was saying <laughs> right. how much he didn't want to go to Jesus camp. Uh-huh. And, oh, look at this. All of a sudden, he's sick the week of Jesus camp. He's faking for Jesus camp? I don't think so. It'd be tough for him to fake a fever and fake ralphing in the car. He really would not want to go to Jesus camp if this was a ruse. <laughs> right? And, I mean, give the kid the Academy award that's pretty stunty the acting skills are pretty good huh do you get your money back from jesus camp because you probably have to prepay that stuff i did prepay and i don't know i haven't called jesus camp yet but he can't go today because the doctor said he's got to go 24 hours with no fever before he can be around other kids and she made us go get a covid test because she said covid's back like what She just had COVID, the pediatrician. Did you just break the story on the air? Uh Uh-oh, Denny's has (laughs) those phone calls. I don't think it ever left, Virginia. I don't think it ever left. I was thinking it was over. I'm here to tell you, it's not. (laughs) It's still still out there. It's still lingering. Like, it won't completely go away. The pediatrician said she caught it last week for the first time. Ever. She had never had it before, and finally it caught up with her last week because they had, like, you know, loosened all their restrictions. They'd stopped wearing a mask at the office, uh-huh. and then some sick kid came in and gave her COVID. Wow. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it could still happen. It's still a beast. Did you say how bad it was? She was out for six days. Six. Fever, all of that. Yikes. Yeah, it rocked her world, she said. And it was her first time doing it. They had been so careful during, you know, the heights of it. Mm-hmm. I'm so pumped. My taste buds are back, and they feel strong. COVID knocked them out for a little bit. They're back, baby. Good. They feel good. Congratulations. Remember, remember when that was a thing? Yeah. The man who loved food couldn't taste. It was such a punishment. Yeah, that's kind of rough. Kind of rough. What's going on in your mind? Well, I just learned how to apply the spray-on sunscreen. I had no idea. I've been using that because I like that a lot better than smearing that uh, stuff all over you. It was hard to blend in your skin. You'd be uh, rubbing your skin so long trying to get your uh, sunscreen blended in that by the time I got ready to run on the beach, everybody was running off the beach. Oh. Yeah, so I started using the spray-on stuff, but then I just found out today that I've been using it wrong. They say that um, about 79% of spray-on sunscreen can be lost in a light wind. And if you're not holding it about two inches away from your skin, you're not doing it right. So I would just kind of create a mist, and i just walk through it. I'd be like, I'm covered. I'm all good. Apparently, that's not it. And the other problem is you're not supposed to spray it directly into your face, which, of course, I've done. They said that sunscreen is not made for the mucous membranes, so what you need to be doing, and especially if you're applying it to your kids, you spray it on your hands, and then you rub that on their face. I did not know. Yeah, I learned the hard way because I got it in my own eye. I got it in Rocco's eye. You can't spray your face. I always have. I would just close my eyes and spray it up, spray all over. All good. Sometimes I'd have the issue with cologne. 
cologne to the eyes stings, my friends. Trust me. I get, I, I get your spray problem. Trying to make your eyeballs smell good. Cologne in your face. Just, just, I do that mist technique. You know, mm, yeah. And you know me, hamburger hands all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So you're supposed to uh, then rub it in uh, wherever you put the uh, sunscreen, even when you do that. And they say if it glistens, that's good. Then just rub that into your body. Okay. Yeah. So I had no idea. So I had no clue that I was using the spray on sunscreen the wrong way. Use it now, kids. I Uncle Jay Bird didn't do it. He leaves the league in crow's feet. It's very important. Okay. All right. There you go. Something else I learned is the proper way to eat a banana. Thank you, TikTok. I never had any idea. But, man, you can just cruise right through a banana even easier than a monkey does. Is there really? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Eating a banana? <laughs> oh, we're going to make it sexy. <laughs> oh, okay. I just know we did a video where we had to look at each other right in the camera oh, eating yeah. a banana. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to keep it uh, PG rated. So, how do you properly eat a banana? We'll tell you next. Well, Jamers, you're talking about that person at Hyde Park in London that dropped her mom's ashes on the stage when Pink was performing, and Pink's like, wait, this is your mom? Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh. Yeah, it was kind of a weird thing. Jaber was also saying that uh, he knows somebody that um, had passed away, and they found a journal uh, right after this uh, friend's mother died, and apparently when they looked in the journal, they revealed that uh, the person was actually adopted. Dang, he didn't know he was adopted? Apparently not. Yeah, or at least the mom was adopted. Oh, yeah. the mom was adopted. Yeah, it was. Uh, the mom had died, and as they were cleaning out the mother's closet, they found her journal, and the mom's journal revealed that uh, she was adopted. Wow. Which, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? When you find things that uh, you never knew about a person until after they die, because then you can't address it with them, you know? It's a weird secret to keep. I don't really get it. You know, in in this day and age, with all the advancements with DNA and paternity and all that, like, secrets are going to come out. So why hide them, confront them, and let people process and go through it while you're still alive? It's a weird thing because I can't go into all the details, but you'll get the gist of it. There was a family member that found out some information after their loved one passed away, but it was stuff of you have an, you have a brother, you have a sister, Whoa. and the re, the person that didn't tell them the information just was trying to protect them, and they died. But I think a lot of times people want to get it off your chest before they die. It's odd to go to the urn or grave and not say it, not give out that that. I'd want to get it off my chest. I think you should say it while you're still alive and able to talk it over and work through it together. Because these issues of paternity and secrets and hiding where you came from, it can be very scarring. Especially if nobody addresses and helps heal together and gets answers together. You're not protecting somebody by keeping those secrets. You're actually hurting them. Mm -hmm. You're going to drop a bomb on somebody like that? After you go? Uh, that's not cool, man. If you know secrets like that, you should do whatever you can to let those secrets come to the surface while all the parties are still alive so they can deal with it, get therapy, get help. 
Do you read your mom's journal? Because somebody just texted and said, yeah, I found out I was an accident and not planned at all when I read through my mom's journal. I you know how many kids are accidents? It happens all the time. That is different than, I think, finding out you're, you're adopted. But yeah, even going through my mom's stuff, we, you know, you're going through, you just you find stuff if you, when someone passes If you found on. a box of letters or of a journal, would you go through it and read it? Or would you say, you know what? I don't know, man. I might find out something I don't want to know. I did not, but some family members did, and they were, it rattled them, I'm not going to lie. They they read some stuff. It I, would, it, it I was, would definitely have to read it. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Do not die in front of Virginia. <laughs> I will read all your stuff. Because she knows my phone code. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else said, I found out my mom gave a baby up for adoption when she was younger, when my brother found me through 23andMe. Wow. Mm-hmm. Does that rattle you? You find out after the fact your mom's passed away that there's some, some kind of adoption thing that she never yeah, even told you it about? it should, because the whole storyline of your life is uh, completely different than what you thought it was. So yeah, I think anybody normal should be rattled by that. It's just crazy. But yeah, it does beg to differ. It's like, yeah, get those things out now. That's why it's like, look, if you got something like that, just say it to somebody and deal with it. That way you can reconcile the situation so you don't leave a big mess. Wouldn't you rather have your hands involved trying to reconcile a difficult situation while you're alive than to be dead? You should. Everybody takes on their own narrative and then they have their own feelings towards you. That would be terrible to die and then realize that past your death, your family's going to feel much different about you and have a lot of resentment. Because you didn't confront your stuff while you were here. It was like you took the easy way out and you died without helping your family members and helping yourself deal with it. Mm-hmm. The easy way is not to talk about it. That's for the wimps. The, That's for the people that don't know how to help themselves heal mentally. The situation I had where the person told the one person, well, they both end up dying, and the person found out the secret after, and they were mad. They were going, I wish they would have told me you died with something that was about me, and that's not cool. It's not cool. It's not just your secret. If you have kids, if you have people that are affected by those DNA secrets, it's their life too mm-hmm. yeah so it does uh, rock a lot of worlds the one that would rattle you the most is to find out one of your parents was just a monster you didn't know it until after they died you go oh my gosh Kevin Rawson was he was a murderer like that kid mm-hmm. that found out that their parent was the BTK killer she was yeah no one died at that but she he was still alive but she did find out as an adult when she was older. And she was like, oh my gosh, this was my dad. That's going to rattle you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, anytime you find out that the parent's a murderer, that's probably going <laughs> to And the horrific fashion with which he worked. If it doesn't rattle you, we have to look into you now. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the yeah. matter with you? So maybe you've not been eating bananas effectively. I had always done the thing where the long end on the top, I tried to peel that back, and then I peeled down the banana, and it all seemed to work out well. And then I heard that you're supposed to go the other way from where the knobby part is and work itself backwards, that it takes all those little stringy things off, and that's the way monkeys actually eat them in the wild, and monkeys are smarter than us when it comes to eating bananas. Huh. So that was one thing I heard, but now TikTok has changed it all, <laughs> as they always do. There is a new hack that says you should violently snap a banana in half and then squeeze the bottom of the te- peel from each 
different end just to push the banana up. You don't actually have to peel them once you've snapped them. You snap them open, then you can just squeeze the bottom and they come out like a glue stick. Huh. So you take the middle of the banana and you want to snap, but you got to violently snap. I saw that. I'm like, going, I don't even know if I could do that. So you take the banana like this and you just break it in half and then you'll push up each external end. Now let's see if any of us can actually do this right and see if this TikTok hack is effective. All right. Can you snap it in half? Try it, Virginia. One, two, three. Okay. Got it. You snapped it. Now try to push it up from each end at the bottom like a push-up pop. Yeah, I guess technically it'd work because your one side came down. Oh, she's mm. making it sexy. <laughs> oh, she's making it, it sexy. Kev, I'm so turned on. Yeah. <laughs> Contain yourself, bird. Right, let me see if I can snap it in half. Quickly. Uh, oh. See, I, I didn't think it would go that well. You okay, and so then bad. All right, let me push it up. No, nah, it's not moving at all. Push it. Go, go to the middle. I'm trying. And I'm pushing even higher up. Oh, on yeah. It. No, that's that bunk. Was... Look at that. What a mess. What? A, I'm, I'm trying the smaller end. I'm pushing from the bottom, and it's not working up. Dang. Oh, uh, there it goes. A little Get a little bit. Bit. Make it sexy. Make it sexy. Oh. Make it sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little. Did I see some tongue action? Yeah, you did. Oh, well, it's a pre-tease. I like to taste my banana first. Whoa. All right, bro. Let's see if you can do it. So we got three tries. You got snap this. Snap it in half in the middle. Like that, okay. That day, mm -hmm. yeah. One, two, three. Okay. Okay, now try to push it up from the oh, bottom. Oh, wow. It did work. <laughs> oh, okay. He's sliding off all around on that thing. Wow, you I did kinda, it. I you did it perfect. It. You actually did nail it. I think you might have done the best. That's exactly what it said it was. He did. But my mine was a failure. <laughs> mine didn't work at all. One side was, but yeah. the other, other side you did good. Uh-huh. This side <laughs> did push up. Would you, would you change, would that change the way you eat bananas? That was way easier. I kind of like snapping a banana. I felt I felt tough for a second. <laughs> we felt powerful. Well, I, I, I think you would startle people because <laughs> I mean, who's seen that? Imagine if you you just take a banana and then, because you got to violently. It says you have to violently snap it in half. Kaboom! And then from the bottom, you have to carefully find whatever that sweet spot is and pinch it, and it pushes the banana up through the peel. It made us feel powerful, and then it made us feel sexy. Not gonna lie, some traction in the chat room. People are a little turned on, and it's not Virginia <laughs> leading the charge. Yeah. They like what the Ralston and Bird had to offer. Uh, okay, we, we went a little bit more in. Yeah. You did. We went yeah. for it. Well, we knew we had to make up for it. <laughs> we had to throw a little extra sexy in there. <laughs> I thought there was an interesting poll as well, because I know people have debates about what is considered littering virginia it sounded like from some of the stories you've had about your mom she was uh, a little loose on some of the concepts of she, what was littering she would throw banana peels anything like uh apple cores any of that she would litter all the time and tell me it's okay it came from nature and now it's going to be food for the animals but to me <laughs> you can't go that way because if something doesn't break down within 48 hours if it's going to lay there for i don't know say five months that at that point is littering rotten banana peels all over the place would not look cool they, i've seen banana peels months after you use them and they are still pretty much intact she would do it with chicken bones i mean 
Chicken bones do not break down, Mom. And they're gross. That's literally, yes. Someone's gnarled on chicken bones. (laughs) I'm bumped out of my She would always say, no, 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 it's biodegradable. But if you walked in a thousand years and there's chicken bones walking up, you would be bummed out. This looks gross. Who threw all these chicken bones? Yeah, I'm I'm not buying that. So they did a survey. They said, is tossing a banana peel on the ground littering? 49% 49% said yes, but it's not even quite half. And 36% says it depends. Well, depends on what? Yeah, honestly, you know, when people get so caught up on definitions, whether it's littering or not, it looks awful. And stop throwing your banana peels on the ground. You know what I mean? It's messy. It's messy. Yeah, I don't understand the depends. What What is the depends? Depends on what? If you throw it on somebody's front doorstep? <laughs> <laughs> if you throw it in a baby carriage? You know, <laughs> what... What is depends? And then only 14% said no. What? Because they're going on that whole thing Virginia was taught. And and technically they're right. I think my mom was raised that way. She didn't just come up with that. I think her mom raised her that way. That's just what you do. You take biodegradable stuff and you just throw it. Yes, eventually it will go away. It may take, I don't know, 17 months. But yeah, it'll eventually go away. To me, if it is still sitting there within a couple days, it is littering. And you can't go with, yeah, hey, I mean, because honestly, you could take a dead body with the same logic and throw it on the side of the road and be like, that's okay. It's going to decompose. How long? Exactly. You just won the argument by that right there. I mean, how long? We can't just toss our dead onto the side of the road with the same concept. Just don't make it look dumpy. It's it's that simple. Throwing dead banana peels around looks terrible. Okay, I'll have uh, Suits put up a uh, KBJ TV poll, see what uh, people say. And I don't want to give that depends because that's a weird middle ground. It's a yes, no question. Is tossing a banana peel on the ground littering? Yes or no? You can go to YouTube, look for the KBJ show, and give us your thoughts. The KBJ show. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, so we were trying to discuss whether or not... Just chucking a banana peel on the ground is littering or not. 49% believe that it is. 36% says it depends. Only 14% said no, which I was like, okay, that doesn't seem quite right to me. So we're going to do a quick little impromptu poll here with uh, our KBJ Nation on KBJ TV on YouTube. 65% say it is littering and 35% say no, it's not. I've seen a few comments that go, well, if you're, you know, putting it in your garden or you're planting it, well, of course not. That's different. Yeah. You're you're using it for compost at that point. Yeah. And we even asked uh, in our question, and that is the key, um, if you're throwing it in the street. Yeah, it's awful. You know, is is that littering? Well, or not? my mom used to throw it in the bush, in the underbrush, in the like side of the road where it's grassy, and then she would say, "It's fine. It's biodegradable. It's now food for animals. It's fine." 
Someone said, well, what about monkeys? They throw their bananas everywhere. Here's the difference between them. That's what separates us from the animals. Yes, exactly. I mean, don't we want to have a separation between us and the animals? And they're doing that in their own little environment world. They're not doing it on the side of North Lake Boulevard. Yes. Uh, somebody said uh, it's not good for animals to get a hold of stuff like that, especially bears. So a lot of times you shouldn't be feeding the animals that stuff anyway. If that's your justification, say, nah, the animals will get it. Somebody's texting in saying that that's uh, not uh, the thing to do. Bears would love to get a hold of some chicken bones, though. And bears are getting even smarter <laughs> in modern day. They're, they're starting cars now, Virginia. <laughs> they're doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the thing about that, too, if dogs get a hold of chicken bones, those things splinter. Oh, that's right. That's bad for them. Yeah, you could take a dog out. Dang. Chicken bones, to me, is even more <laughs> offensive. Oh, offensive than banana peels. Chicken bones are disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody texted and said for the people in the uh, chat room uh, saying, Hey, monkeys do it. Monkeys also throw their own poo. You're right. <laughs> so we do at some point have to say, we're going to be better than this. Are we not? You would hope so. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. What is something that we will always love? It's never going to go out of style. Been around for a while, and it'll be around for a while. Interesting list here. Do you agree with what ranked out in the top 10 when they polled people for what will always be something that we love? Number one was a good night's sleep. Oh, I love a good night's sleep. I think that's just biological, man. We're just always going to want to feel our best, and a good night's sleep will always give you that. Yeah, is there anyone on the planet that goes, oh, i got nine restful hours, and I'm so mad I slept so good. <laughs> I feel so good right now, dang it. <laughs> is there any maniac out I, there like I that? I just don't know. You're right. They'd have to be a maniac. Uh, two is music. I don't high. know. I don't know, man. There's a, I've met a lot of people who don't really... I don't know. Music's not even on the radar, really. They they like it, but it's not. They're not passionate about it. Some people don't even listen to music, which kind of blows my mind. But you still look at the crowds that go out to Tortuga Glastonbury Festival just happened over the weekend, and all these other music festivals. You go to concerts, and it's still packed. People still love music. You say a majority. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to find some people that doesn't really move the needle for them. But I think that we have going back in time. How long has music been around for thousands upon thousands of years? You're right. It was a dumb answer on my part. I'm going to go with pizza next. <laughs> pizza. I feel like that's the power You're right. of pizza. Pizza's pizza third. is Pizza's third. huge. Yeah, can you ever imagine mankind saying, ugh, pizza? It brings me so much personal happiness, and I just see other people talk about pizza. They light up, baby. Yeah. Uh, number four on the list, uh, rubbing naughty parts together, which we've been doing for a while as well. This list is pretty good. <laughs> it's got a lot of favorites on it, doesn't yeah. it? It's a great weekend. Oh, a little pizza, a little naughty parts? Pizza and loving. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, they got uh, boobs at number five. Mm. It's, own, it's own separate from naughty yeah, parts. Yeah, it is, yeah. I guess because you know, one is a, an activity and the other is just a thing. So one is, one is a noun, one's a verb. Oh, man, it's not the podcast. We'll get into it later. <laughs> French fries are number six. Love French fries. Okay. That was interesting. Money, number seven. I'm surprised it's that low. I mean, if you ask most people, would you rather have money or French fries? Money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think the ordering's right on that. Having pets is number eight. Love her pets. Most, a lot of people do. I don't know. <laughs> You'll always find some people don't, but I, I think, again, universally, it's something that we've 
had pets for thousands of years and will thousands more. I, I, my mother was like that, and I work with a witch who's like that. She don't love no pets. Yeah. A witch? <laughs> I'm allergic. See? Hates them. <laughs> I love them. I just can't touch them. Mm-hmm. I can love them from afar. Uh, you've got uh, drugs on here at number nine. <laughs> Well, even if you take away just recreational drugs, let's say you're suffering with something awful and the drugs are helping you out, you probably like your drugs if you're in pain. Yeah. Okay. And then they have cheese at number 10 on things that people will always love. I would put cheese ahead of French fries for me. And you know what's so cool about cheese? There's so much variety. There's so much variety. I'm still learning things about cheese to this day. Never stop learning, Jay Bird. I know. Again, those are the universals. Uh, There are some other ones that you could debate maybe should be in the top 10. Uh, Chocolate or ice cream might knock one of those out, possibly. Maybe the cheese. Would you say just... I can't say snacks. It's too general. I see what you're saying. I just know some people get the IBS. They're all farty on ice cream. Right. Yeah, and that's Again, probably I, why it's specifically ice cream is not. Can I work with somebody like that? It doesn't stop me from eating a lot of ice cream, though. Yeah. Well, today uh, would be your day, I believe. It's uh, is it National Ice Cream Cake Day. Ooh. It is, baby. Yeah. I have to have uh, Bird break down uh, his favorites because I know this dude loves some ice cream cakes. I do because I I've got a couple times you can, you can walk into a Publix or a Walmart and walk out with a few different kinds that I think you need to put on your map. <laughs> what would you say if you're giving somebody advice today on National Ice Cream Cake Day? What do you get? What do you stay away from? My number one favorite's Fudgy the Whale with the black crunchy things in it. Do you uh, know you can go if you go to the Carvel store? You can ask for an extra container of black crunchy things and they'll sell it to you. <laughs> the, did I know that, Kim? Not everybody yeah. knows that, you snob. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm an ice cream cake Is she snob. mansplaining ice cream cakes to you? She is. It's, it's, it's I adorable, didn't Kim. know that. I bought lots of ice cream cakes in my day. But if you buy them from Publix, Publix doesn't have that extra container. If you go to the Carvel store, they do. I also like the Re- there's a Reese's, Pe- uh, Reese's Pieces, the peanut butter one, the peanut butter cup, I should say, that they have. You get at Walmart, you get at Publix, too. And it is, I, I thought it was delicious. I talked yep. about it. A lot of people were hating on it. I highly recommend huh. it. Okay. I think it might be a Friendly's cake. It tasted a little chemical-y to me. I love chemicals. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Loves chemicals. And the Oreo one. Fantastic. The Oreo one's good. Oreo one? Yes, I like the Oreo one a lot. Only problem with that one, she melts a little bit quicker than the other ones. Why She'll, would that be? I think she's just a little bit sloppier. Huh. Yeah, she, she melts a little quicker. Really? How do you feel about the Marie Callender's chocolate pie? I can do a lot of damage with the Marie, the whole Marie Callender just line. <laughs> There's so many different kinds. Panda's got one right now in the fridge, and he was having so much fun last night watching wrestling, eating a chocolate pie. Yeah. Just, <laughs> he was just, what a combo. He looks so happy. What a combo. <laughs> I totally get it. That whole frozen, the frozen pie section is a fun ride because there's a lot of options. I will say though, the Cheesecake Factory, they have their own stuff. Yeah. They're like the Marky Mark pickles. Kind of expensive, y'all. Oh. Yeah, they ain't cheap. They ain't cheap. cheap. No. And overrated? I don't want to say that. Those are your words. Wow. <laughs> Feels that way. All right. Well, wherever you go, choose wisely for National Ice Cream Cake Day. It's KBJ. Oh, it is a hot ticket. How would you like to do something awesome with your kids and it not cost you any money? That's what Camp KBJ is all about here. We got four passes to 
both Rapids Water Park and the Cox Science Center in West Palm Beach. Tina is on here from Boynton Beach. Hello, Tina. Hey there, KBJ. How are you? Great. How are you doing today, Tina? I am doing a whole lot better right now. I bet. I bet. How old are your kids? Super excited. My kids are 10 and 13. 10 and 13. What have they been doing so far this summer? Uh, football camp for an upcoming freshman and not much after that, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know what that's all about. Very it's nice. expensive. Yeah. No, it really is. I've been that's doing the upcoming football camps for my uh, upcoming freshman as well. So we're going to give you something that's not going to cost you any money. I know uh, if you got a freshman, they're going to love Rapids Water Park. And you're going to love pounding a little knowledge into their head with the Cox Science Center in West, uh, West Palm Beach. It's uh, fun and interactive as well. So I think they're going to love that. Okay, Tina? This is awesome. You guys have absolutely made my morning and the summer. They're going to be totally ecstatic. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. Well, have a great day, Tina. Thank you. You too. Now the chance to win tomorrow and all this week right here on the KBJ Show. And we're going to keep it going all summer long, too, because as long as the kids are out, we know that you've got that need. So we're going to be here for you. Well, would you say that this is something you can relate to? Walking into a store and being overcome with the urge to have to go number two. (laughs) An odd thing that sparked up conversation on TikTok as people said some stores seem to have a, quote, laxative effect on them. You walk in and as soon as you do, you immediately get the urge to poo. Never happened to me. Has it happened to you? Not consistently with any one store. I think it's more just about your body clock and where you are in your day. But you don't walk into a store and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I'm in, I'm in Walmart. I got to go poop. Yeah, you don't like go, oh my gosh, Target. As soon as I walk in, mm. I release. You want to go to the bathroom in Target more than you want to go in Walmart. He is right. <laughs> yes, no doubt. You want to definitely pick your spot. Some of the places, as people were relating to this, they said TJ Maxx. Target was one. <laughs> Apparently, they walk in. They just are overcome with the urge to go to number two. The Max? The Max. Take it to the Max. <laughs> Ross, Barnes & Noble, Macy's, Home Goods, and Michael's all got a shout out. A lot of them have the same kind of lighting. Yeah, I'm wondering if that might uh, have an effect. Now, they did break it down and said, hey, is there any possible biological reasoning for this? Would it explain or is just this an odd phenomenon that people think they agree on, that they have this laxative effect? One doctor said, yeah, there could be something biological. He said, because sometimes when you're entering a new large space, You could feel anxiety, excitement, or overstimulation, and that tension will have an effect on your digestive tract and your bowels. Might move things ahead. Well, if you get nervous, yeah, it can shift things around a bit. Yeah, even the excitement, and to your point, maybe even the lighting. All those things do have a biological effect on you. Well, I've heard people talk about that lighting before. Some people get anxiety in that lighting. It it messes with their eye, their sight. Could be. So the, the medical doctor, in a sense, I think kind of confirmed it. I would put it at pretty rare. Is that doctor on TikTok, Kev? <laughs> it is on TikTok. <laughs> That's why I'm just curious if anybody else has ever experienced this. Nobody in the chat room has. Okay, I'll do a uh, poll. <laughs> has anybody noticed the laxative effect 
of going into a store and having the immediate urge to poo. This just in. My best friend tells me every time he goes to Home Depot, he poops. Somebody in the chat room just said that. Home Depot actually has nice bathrooms. They do? Yeah. What are you doing at Home Depot? Bathroom? I've been pretty impressed by the way that they have upgraded their restroom situation at Home Depot. Okay. One of the best out there. Huh. Okay. To me, I would think it would be maybe a Starbucks. You know, you got the coffee and no, you Kevin. just feel like, oh man, I gotta go. Everybody's pooing at Starbucks, Kevin. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's uh, there might be something to it. I don't know. Home Depot, I, I see what you're saying. You can go to Home Depot, no one knows you're going to the bathroom. At Starbucks, I feel like, oh, Kevin just went into the bathroom. He's been in there for seven mins. What's he doing in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> might take a little while. If you're at the uh, Gardens Mall, one of the best places to go is the family restroom at Nordstrom. Trust me. But the regular, the regular, the regular is terrible. The the bathroom at the Gardens Mall food court is awful. Honestly, everyone is just doing their business, and you walk in like, oh, cool, old man pooping, great. <laughs> <laughs> Several old men pooping at any one time. Yeah, to me, the ultimate bathroom is a place that is not probably associated with a food joint because, yeah, that's going to be rough. It's busy, too. Food court bathrooms are in and out. I know that bathroom you speak of. You want quiet. You want not a lot of traffic. I feel like I'm just exposed in a bathroom like that. You are. Uh huh. Everyone, but with everything. You are the old man pooping. Do you have an I would never, never. (laughs) If I'm pooping at a food court bathroom, it has all gone so gravely wrong. Do you have an absolute favorite number one bathroom? uh, Maybe a top one, top three that you would say? To me, uh, my favorite's probably a grotto. Uh, The reason why, they're clean, they're very nice, and uh, they're also individual bathrooms. You get your own bathroom to yourself. The the PGA one, where you go into almost your own little... I don't know, bathroom. The PGA what? The PGA. It's the PGA. uh, The PGA. Boulevard? What? The PGA. The PGA. Professional Golfers Association? The one with the hotel they got going on there. They got. Don't they have a hotel at PGA National? They got a PGA National. Did I not say National? No, you you just said PGA. (laughs) You said PGA the street. Is that why you guys are looking at me like you want to fight me? Uh, Well, we're just, yeah. uh, There's a multitude of reasons (laughs) we want to fight you, but yeah. Kevin, you hired me. Yeah. Uh, Yes, PGA National, you go in there and it's like you're going into your own private hotel room, but it's a public bathroom. Is it right off the lobby? Yes. It's in the, it's, you kind of, where they have that big party every year for the golf tournament. They have a bathroom. Honda Classic? Yes. Yeah. Is that the one you barfed in? He barfed in the Hall of Champions. I didn't barf in the bathroom. He did not barf in the bathroom. That would have been too acceptable. Yeah. You're right. yeah. He barfed. He barfed in the Hall, the of, Hall Champions. of Champions. Yeah. It was very public, Kevin. I think you're the reason they shut down the whole I bar now. You can't go in there during the Honda Classic anymore because of you. I'm, I'm I'm the reason for a lot of things around this town. Barfed right into the tourney cup. Oh. Disrespect. Whatever that, what's that expensive drink everyone always brags about? Grand Marnier, is that what it's called? Yeah. And it's really, that stuff's disgusting. And I, I took a shot of it. Yeah. Someone bought it for me. You have to take it. Oh, you do? Okay. That's well, expensive. <laughs> you can't say no. Yeah. It's insulting. You yeah. can't say no. Not to that. A Grand Marnier? <laughs> Got a favorite bathroom in Virginia? I do love anytime there's a, a one staller, you know, four walls. That's and it. The, the That's fam- it. Publix does this a lot now. They have family restrooms, and it's a one room, three walls and a door, 
And I always pick the family bathroom over the stall experience. Right, absolutely. That's, that's so the way much to do better. It. That should be your number one. Yeah, as far as uh, comments in the chat room, it seems like Home Depot has the laxative effect the most on people, where they walk into a store and immediately are faced with the urge to want to poo. Now, it is something that a minority of people are dealing with, but 32% of the people in the chat room say that they have noticed the laxative effect when walking into a store. They're overcome with the urge to poo. Man, I just love learning on this show. 32%. (laughs) I've never heard of it. I don't have that myself, but apparently about 32%, at least of our audience, does. Poo facts. Yeah. yeah, Who would have known? All right, coming up here in a couple minutes, we got uh, your emails for Am I the Jerk? Somebody wanting to know, am I the jerk for wanting my husband to go back to the office? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll hear what they got to say next. KVJ. Something I never heard before, the laxative effect of people having the overwhelming urge to go poo when they walk into certain (laughs) stores. 31% of the people in our chat room admit that, yes, this happens to me. And it's kind of crazy just looking at some of the texts that we have. Uh, one person texted and they said, Costco makes me blow my pants out. <laughs> what? Costco? You poop in bulk? <laughs> One other person said to text, seven times out of ten, I have to go number two at Publix. Somebody else said, I can't believe this is a thing because it happens to me all the time. Goodwill, Beals, or is it Bells? Bells. Bells, Sorry, Bells, uh, TJ Maxx, uh, Walmart, all culprits of my poo anxiety. And that might be part of it. There was a medical professional that uh, sounded off on this and said, yes, it could be overstimulation. It kind of gets your system going. And so that might affect about 30% of the population. And you do have this effect. Uh, Somebody else said, my mom would have to poo every time we went to Target. (laughs) That's crazy. Mom! (laughs) Yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, people were talking about uh, where they love to go poo. One person said Bucky's is where I had the best poo of my life. Really? I can see that. Bucky's, it, there's a lot going on there. I think they pride themselves on very clean bathrooms, right? They do. Yeah. They, they, I think they pride themselves just on every single day. I, I feel like I'm reading a new article about Bucky's and how they're they're just they're they're bringing it. Hmm. Um, another person said, I love hotel lobby bathrooms. They're always so clean. That's uh, where you go. You want to go to a hotel, not a motel. Absolutely, <laughs> no. And uh, Sloan's Ice Cream. If you've never been there, they've got those uh, frosted doors, but you got to hit the lock. I have seen people go in there, and they don't know that, and they go to the bathroom with the whole ice cream store watching them. <laughs> See, that right there gives me anxiety. The fact that we've got this ice thing we got to worry about. Yeah. What if it uh, malfunctions, and during the middle of your poo, the magnetic door demagnetizes oh, itself? I, I, don't think you, I don't think you should go number two in small shops like that. I think it's disrespectful. <laughs> Terrible. It is rough, because the, the smell of what you're doing there doesn't mix with the rocky road. With well, ice cream? Come on. You're talking Starbucks. I think that's even almost, I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. So, interesting. Something I'd never heard before, but apparently it is a thing. All of these people in my life acting berserk. I'm feeling all pissed off and hurt. I need to know if I am the jerk. Oh, am I the jerk? Okay, are you being a little bit jerky? Send us an email. We'll give you an honest ruling on it. One person wants to know if I'm a jerk for wanting my husband to go back to the office. Says, my husband accepted a job that gives him the option to either work at the office or from home. And he prefers to work from home. (laughs) She doesn't. (laughs) 
No. <laughs> That's I, great. I am here homeschooling the kids. He loves seeing their faces all day long, but he doesn't realize what a distraction he is. He works in another room, but any trip to the bathroom or kitchen gets the kids' attention and they lose focus. I find myself getting frustrated, and honestly, after 12 years of marriage, I think it might just be a bit too much. I see him all the time. I know the kids love him to be here. So if I say anything, I'm going to be the only one who wants my husband to go back to the office. So does this make me a jerk if I say something to him? I think you can say something and have it not be about his presence in the home, even though you and I both know it is. You have to word it differently to your husband. So what you say is, look, I am struggling with keeping the kids on task during the homeschooling process. And they love you so much. We all love you so much that Mm -hmm. as soon as you make any movement in the house, now you're taking them and, and distracting them from what I'm trying to do. And I can't keep doing it like this. You either have to move through here like a ghost so they don't see you, hear you, feel you, or it might be time to go back to the office. I got to teach these kids. Put it on that. We love you so much, but you are very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on the fact that these kids can't focus because they get so excited to see their dad. You're, mm. But you're not uh, abnormal or jerky to have those feelings. I think anytime you spend so much time with another yeah. human over and over again, you're going to get on each other's nerves. Verbalizing it does not make you a jerk. That's the level. Feeling it's one thing, verbalizing it and trying to coerce him back to the office, I think, is what she's concerned about. But make it about the kids and their learning and Mm. their distractions. Don't make it about him. Just say, look, if it was anybody, it would be tough. Yeah, I could see how that would annoy anybody. Yeah. This person wanted to know, am I the jerk for snapping on my husband? I snapped on my husband last night for bringing home a package of Oreos from the store. (laughs) I asked him about a month ago to help me lose 10 pounds for the summer. He said he would support me, yet he continues to bring snacks and cookies from the store. And when I see Oreos, I just want to eat the whole bag. And of course, I pretty much did. So am I a jerk because I yelled at him? How does that work? You've got somebody that is trying to lose weight, and they've asked for the help of their partner. How much of a buy-in do they have to have? And as a cool partner, how far do you have to go? Look, if everyone was just hashtag be cool in this situation, it wouldn't be a problem. You know, don't throw the Oreos in your in your mate's face. But also, too, don't make such a big deal about it if there's that many Oreos, you have to, you know, there's going to be things around you in the world that you're going to want to eat and be tempted to. Does a cool partner still get Oreos, bring them home, but they hide them, they put them in a place, and they only eat them outside of your presence? If someone has, they said, Bird, I really don't want snacks around me because I'm struggling with that. I would try my best to not be a jerk and eat them in front of them. But you also got to get to a point, too, where not every little thing should trigger you either. Yeah, apparently they're really struggling, and that is a massive weakness for them. And their partner keeps bringing the temptation in their face. And they're getting more frustrated because it 
doesn't sound like maybe they're losing the weight that they wanted to lose. One of those cases where they're both very annoying, Kevin. (laughs) They're both kind of doing it wrong. He's bringing in the Oreos when she said, please don't. And then she's snapping at him and yelling at him, and he just wants to have a little snack. I mean, snapping at somebody because they're having a couple Oreos, I don't think you should snap, but... I get it. You're married. Happy wife, happy life. No Oreos. Okay, I guess I'm not eating Oreos anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, you might get further if you don't snap. Maybe if you just like get sad and say, oh my gosh, it's just making me so sad because I can't resist the Oreos, babe. People Instead are, of yelling at him. People are calling her a jerk. They said, I think you're a jerk for yelling at your husband to not have any self-control. When you decide to go on a diet, that doesn't mean your entire household has to abide by your dietary confinement rules. you got to have the willpower yourself to lose those pounds. I, I agree. This is up to you. I mean, I, at the end of the day, that's exactly the truth. They said you are using your husband as a scapegoat for why you aren't able to do so. But to Virginia's point, I try not to eat the Oreos in front of you because I don't want to hear all this. I don't want to be involved in this Oreo drama. So, yeah, I try to not do it if I am if I am forced to be married. If he was cool, he would leave the Oreos in his car. And he can have the Oreos in his car. But she's annoying, too. I, I don't like when someone's got an issue and then they make their issue everyone else's issue. I it's hear pretty you. annoying. But she's weak. How many times do you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I want to eat something? If the Oreos are there and you're weak, you'll eat the Oreos. Oh, oh, that, I stand by my original statement. They're both annoying. They're both annoying, but I blame him more. No, no. she gets blamed more. She does. This is a lot more her fault. It's it's a minor infraction on his part but you'll get some people say if you're married you got to make compromises to keep a happy and healthy home (laughs) happy wife happy life jay bird it's just such a scary statement Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah she might want to uh, look into something else i did see that uh looks like they might start uh rolling out more of these weight loss drugs you know so far it's been rather controversial people who have been going out and using things like the ozempic and is it wagovi is that how you say it yeah there's like semaglutide there's like 10 different names yeah they say now that they've developed a pill form of the semaglutide that has the same active ingredients I think they've had that, though, because I know somebody down the hall from us. She works here, and we uh were talking about it. She's been on the pill of the semaglutide, and she said she never had significant weight loss from it. Her doctor told her the shot is better. Okay. Yeah, they say that currently it's got to be injected. But uh, they're saying that uh, this is something that sounds like they're just rolling out. They say the new pill forms of these weight loss drugs could soon reach $100 billion in annual global sales, even though they've uh, been approved only for people with type 2 diabetes. (laughs) Well, I guess... 60% of the girls I know now have diabetes overnight. Speaking of diabetes, I kind of want some Oreos now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting. 
All right, uh, got another email here. Somebody want to know if they are the jerk if they don't report their wife. My wife works as a cook in a restaurant. She confessed to me the other night that she spit in one diner's food after the person sent her meal back a third time. Oh, no. I said there was never anything that could justify doing that. Nothing. She said that the only person that would say that is someone who has never had to work in food service. She said every cook has done it at least once, and she's done it several times. I dropped it because I could see I was not going to change her mind, but I am still shook about it, and I feel like I'd be a jerk if I didn't do anything about it. Am I? If she's spitting in other people's food, there's been a time you've annoyed her. She's looking in your food before, dog. I'm just telling you. I have never worked as a cook in food service, but that does not feel like that's accurate. That, you know, I, that is not accurate. That's a crime. That is a crime. Is what that is. There's so many witnesses in the kitchen, too. If you're that brazen and you do something like that, you're not going to last long. It, that's not acceptable. That's enough for me not want to be with somebody. If I knew someone was spitting in people's food... That shows me that you're just a loose cannon. You can't be trusted. You have no respect for other people. That's insanity. And there's going to be a time where she turns on you and spits in your food. Yeah. Uh, people are saying that's a breakup, but the reporting thing is a little different. Like Grant saying, who are you even going to report her to? What, go to the owner of the restaurant and say, hey, my wife is a chef and she's spitting in people's foods? I wouldn't get involved on that level. But then you got to divorce your wife over the, uh, But honestly, if I found out someone was doing that... It's a massive flaw. It's a huge flaw. Yeah. And then she's defending it Which, and arguing with you about it and saying, oh, yeah, I've done it more than once. Double downing on insanity. I don't know, man. That's... Dude, it's only a matter of time before she flips on you. She crazy. I don't think there's anything wrong with letting her know. This is a massive offense. This is a massive turnoff uh, for me to you. This really affects the way I feel about you. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Did I upset you? Um, let me make you something. Make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I made you a very wet ham sandwich. You want some spitty spaghetti? Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, people were saying uh, not to turn her in, but uh, yeah, maybe consider getting out of this relationship. But let's say you're married and you find that out. You're married four years deep into a relationship and then you find out your partner is doing stuff like that. They hid it from you and you find out they're spitting in people's food. Do you really get a divorce over that? I would let them know that this is a serious, a serious roadblock to our relationship. It's a turnoff. Big time. And yeah. I don't find you as attractive as I did yesterday because of this. Is that what you want? Yeah. I, I would let them know how serious this offends me. And it'd be like, this is something you really need to rethink. Well, anytime you ate something at the house and you fell a little off, let's say you, yeah. ate, you had the worst poopy cramps. You're going, ah, I just I ate something that Never was home. Again. Was that a loogie? Yeah, you, well, just, you don't know. Did she uh, graduate from spitting to doing something else to my phone? Oh, yeah. Oh. They're saying, you know, she's putting Drano in your cocktails. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's like serial killer material right there. I, uh, no, I'm not down with that. So, yeah, you are a jerk. Uh, the wife is, at least for doing this. And you, I don't know what else you can say other than say something to her. It almost changes a bit to, am I a psycho? Yeah. <laughs> you win. The KVJ Show. We're talking about an immediate red flag where you would just get right out of a relationship. Your wife's a chef and she's uh, spitting in customers' food when they return stuff or make her angry. And then tries to 
pass it off like everybody does that. No, they don't. A lot of people said absolutely not. A lot of people who worked in food service said, when I saw something like that, I would turn the people in immediately for something like that. Yeah, if you're a co-worker and you yeah, see that no and you're in the establishment, I would turn them in too because mm-hmm. you can't put up with that kind of behavior. And it's tough when something like that comes up in a relationship and all of a sudden you're faced with, wow, this is a massive, massive character flaw. Oh, what do I do? Especially if you're married, you're saying, wow, can one strike end a marriage? It absolutely can. Is that a strike big enough to end it? Now, another thing to look for, Virginia, you said you had not one but two friends who had been with dudes who were punching things. Literally, I was having a conversation with these two girls yesterday, two very close girlfriends, and one of them had shared in the thread like a picture of a door. And this guy that she was just recently dating and they broke up had punched a hole in the wall of the door. And then my other girlfriend on the thread was like, oh, yeah, my ex punched his own windshield three different times and had to replace it. And it was in both of the scenarios, the dude was upset about the relationship. And both of the girls were like kind of saying like, oh, yeah, you know, we drive guys crazy with our powerful womanness. If you're especially if you can't control it to where you're doing this in front of other people. I personally think you probably need to sit down and get a little anger management kind of stuff going on there. I mean, punching walls and punching windshields. If you're punching a windshield, it's not even making any sense. You're, you're going so up. Your anger's taking over that you're you're, you're, you're going to rip your hand open. Yeah. To that level? That's that, not... You got to get that under control. No doubt. Yeah, that's it's very disturbing for me. And I, I would think if I were in that relationship, it would be a, you know, I, I think you have red flags that are darker red than others. Yeah, well, then, of course. That's yeah. a pretty dark red flag. If a guy is hitting something, that's like an unobstructable object. Look, I guess maybe especially younger guys that are, you know. Testosterone yeah, filled. I, I, think, I think this happens. I think guys, and I'll speak it for guys, right? I think they, especially when they're young, they can hit things. It's when you start hitting things and you're not realizing you need to change and you're doing it in front of other people. You're losing your mind and yeah. you're looking like an if, animal. You, if you can't control your emotions to that level, yeah, that's, that's a pretty big red flag. I uh, got a uh, familiar text message here. Uh, Virginia is wrong again. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the semaglutide pill. Uh, somebody had said, yeah, they're only testing it on 100 people, so the girl in the office could not be on it. She told me in the hallway she was on it. Well, maybe she's one of the 100. Yeah, or a liar. No, no she's been taking it for a minute. I don't think it's a new, I don't think it's a trial. Okay. Now, I don't know. I think the story's relatively new, but maybe she was the first to get it. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like Kevin doesn't believe you either. <laughs> Let's go down the hall. She's on the air right now. You can go ask her. <laughs> just, I'm just oh, starting yeah. She told it to me in the elevator. Yeah, I'm sure she's one of the hundred. <laughs> no, she's been on it for a minute. She's already been on it for a while. It's not a. It's not a trial. Oh, yeah. okay. So, it's, so the whole. The whole thing's wrong. It was something she was taking already, and then her doctor told her the pill wasn't as strong as the shots. And then, because she asked me, she was like, wait a minute, you did the shots? And I was like, yeah, girl, I did the shots. And she was like, oh, I did the pill, and it didn't give me any weight loss. And that's when she was going to go back to her doctor and say, I want the shots. And the doctor was like, yeah, the shots are way more effective. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are doubling down. I'm just telling you what okay. she told All me. Right. <laughs> okay. Go down the hall, ask her. Okay, we just want the person to know that's trying to call you out for being wrong that you are not wrong. If you want to go Virginia yell at wrong. her and tell her she's wrong, mm-hmm. I'm just the middleman. Yeah, I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to clear all this up here. So we don't need a retraction. Virginia is right. Delio so Kennedy, he's just trying to keep this train back on track. I want to call the message. Whatever, here. I'm going to punch a wall. Yeah. That would be a red flag, Virginia. <laughs> oh my gosh. So many red flags with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, if uh, you want to call anyone out for being wrong or right, you can uh, text in 877-979-WRMF. The KVJ Show. Okay, did want to uh, come back and uh, defend Virginia on this. Just to clarify, if you're hearing about the semaglutide in pill form and saying, okay, so what is the deal? Some uh, text messages, somebody said the compound pharmacies can do semaglutide in pill form. It is called Rebelsis. And it's been available by prescription for type 2 diabetes for a while. And one person said, my doctor just put me on it yesterday. And it's apparently not as effective as the injectables, but it has a similar effect. So there we go. So Virginia's vindicated. So the <laughs> suck it comment is standing. Okay. All right. Look, we got to fact go. check these things. That's right. My homie in the hall told me she isn't lying. That's right. I know she it. would not lie to me. That's apparently what it is. So that is the update on that. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, Kodak Black was in town yesterday, and normally when you have to go turn yourself in and get a new mug shot, it's a bad thing, but that's not the case in this situation. His lawyers had actually petitioned the judge and said, look, y'all are making him check in way too much. He was having to come in like a lot and check in with authorities and take urine tests. And it was inhibiting his ability to tour and be out and about and make money because he was checking in like multiple times a week. And they were like, this is just too strict. And I guess the judge agreed and said, okay, we're going to raise your bond So you have to show up and pay another $175,000. That's the difference between his original bond and his new bond. But he paid it. He got a new mugshot. And now he'll be able to travel without the headache of checking in and doing that every week. And he'll be able to, you know, make his money. And he still does have to answer for those charges. You know, they found 31 oxycodone pills in his car. And so they charged him with trafficking. So he's going to have to answer for those. But he's not going to have to check in every week. So okay, that's a good thing for him and his mm-hmm. touring schedule. Uh, Vanderpump Rules is moving full steam ahead. It's been everywhere. Everybody's talking about the whole cheating scandal, the Tom Scandoval. Uh, Tom's coming back. Ariana's coming back. But no word yet on Raquel. I guess they start filming tomorrow for season 11. And Raquel is apparently still in a mental health facility. Facility. Okay. And finally here, um, Rosie O'Donnell is joining the fight for the Menendez brothers to get a new trial. Have you seen this? What? Yeah. Why? So there's been a lot of talk about how the Menendez brothers, who were convicted back in the 90s, were actually victims that had been raped as boys by their father, 
the Menendez father and that when they killed their father and their mother, it was just them fighting back against years and years and years of abuse. And the whole corroboration of the fact that Jose Menendez, their father, was an abuser of boys has just been confirmed by one of the kids from Menudo. Mm -hmm. Um, Roy, who was one of the band members in Menudo, said, yeah, Mr. Menendez assaulted me when I was a teen boy and I was in the band. And that's what he did. And. Rosie O'Donnell is joining the fight saying, look, should we have locked up the Menendez brothers forever for retaliating against the parents that, you know, the one parent, the dad, the accusation is that he raped the sons and the accusation was that the mother knew about it and did nothing. Mm -hmm. So it is an interesting conversation. I don't know which side everybody is on, but this is out there. You know, our culture in the 90s didn't understand and couldn't handle it. And would it have been different if the Menendez brother was a sister? That's something interesting to talk about, too, you know? If if they were girls, not boys. If a girl had mm. murdered her father for raping him, could we have comprehended that better? The boys have spent 30 years behind bars. Right. A, do we believe them that their dad raped them? And B, do we think that they should be in jail for more than 30 years for just fighting back against being raped since the time they were apparently young, young boys, according to them. That was such a big story. It was huge. As a kid, I remember that. It was huge, and it was everywhere, and they were accused of killing their parents for the money, and Rosie is saying, you know, they had the money. They they, they didn't have to kill their parents to get the money. Mm. This was about vindication for abuse, which is totally different. I think it deserves a conversation, if nothing else. Yeah. And that's what's going on in your dirt. The KVJ Show. Listen up, y'all, because here's the sitch. It's time for another about to do it, bitch. 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 Do it, do it. Okay, our partners today are Virginia and Jaybird together with Virginia being the responder, Jaybird being the gambler. And then we've got Denny's and Suits going to be uh, partnering up here today with Denny's being the responder and Suits being the gambler. (laughs) Denny's looks, he's making the same face he made yesterday when he ate the hot sauce. (laughs) Oh boy, here we go. Just another day of work, huh? (laughs) I come here, they kick me, I leave and go home. Yeah. Tuesdays, man. (laughs) Tuesdays. Okay, so I am uh, going to... I've not been doing well with this lately, but I believe that uh, Virginia and Jaybird will be the winner today. I will uh, put my chips on them versus uh, Denny's and Suits. Probably a good move. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, you're good at this game. (laughs) He's trolling himself. That's tough. Oh. Okay. All right. So here we go. We have got uh, Jaybird as the gambler. So our first topic is going to be brands of blue jeans. Jaybird, how many can Virginia name in 10 seconds? Oh, this hooker over here. She can name six. Six. Okay. Starting off at six. Suits, what do you think about with Denny's? That's a lot of blue jeans. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, wow. I feel like she can do six. That's the problem. You know. Uh, 
Um, I'm going to have to say seven. Going to go seven. Okay, seven brands of blue jeans. All right, Jaber, what do you think about that? Do it, bitch. Seven brands of blue jeans in 10 seconds. Denny's, your time begins now. DKNY, Calvin Klein, you've got Lee's, Dungarees, you got Levi's, you've got J. Cavaricis, you've got Dewar brand jeans, which I'm wearing currently. I mean, I don't know. I was just shouting jeans out. Um, C. Cavaricis are not jeans. He said J. Cavaricis. <laughs> <laughs> I was under the gun. Cavaricis are jeans. But are we, are we going to ding him for the wrong initial? So we're both technically wrong over here. Well, they should be. Yeah, I think the, they should be the Z. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that that would be the one. But yeah, otherwise, you know, he, he named off I was just shouting seven out. different things. And Dewar Performance Jeans. Yeah, it's his family crest. Yeah, I got the jeans on right now. Daniel, you have Dewar Jeans on and that's your last name? I know. I bought yeah. all Dewar Jeans because it was my last name. <laughs> I didn't get that one. I remember you talking about it. It's the only jeans I wear at the moment. I didn't give you that point because I thought it was a comedy (laughs) thing. I thought you were being silly. No, I found them. They're randomly a Canadian brand. Kevin's wearing Ralston Wranglers. (laughs) (laughs) I think everything was good. I think it's it's just the Z Cavarici that... uh, J Cavarici. Did he get them all? Did Did he get enough? No, No. I don't think so. With that, he would have had six. Yeah, because of the Z Cavarici. I said J instead of Z. Yeah. Okay, so that was uh, that was close, but we'll uh, keep an eye on that one. That was right there to the wire. That was a very impressive round, though. Well, thanks, okay. thanks, he's yeah. coming to play today. Hey, my man's got a little amped up. Just okay. remember that. I mean, he's going high. Well, okay. <laughs> All right, this is a best out of five. You need three to get the win. Our second topic is going to be South Florida craft breweries. South Florida Craft Breweries. Suits, how many can Denny's name in 10 seconds? Denny's can do six. You can do six. Can you give me a little bit more mic volume in there, Suits, if you would, please? How many Speak did you say? Up. Six. Six, I said. How's that? Okay. Okay. There, there, there he is. Right my ears there that time. There's our little Now it's working. There we go. <laughs> we hear you now. Okay, Jaybird, what about Virginia? How many craft breweries can she name in 10 seconds? She is an alcoholic. She can definitely do seven strong. <laughs> seven. Okay, we're at seven. Suits, what do you think about that? I don't know if Virginia's as big into breweries. I don't think Denny's can do eight. I'm going to say do it, bitch. Okay, Virginia's got to do oh, yeah. seven craft breweries in ten seconds to get the point. Virginia, your time begins now. Tequesta Brewing Company, Steamhouse, Storm Horse, Funky Buddha, Civil Society, uh, Twisted Trunk, uh, a Monk in the Trunk. Monk in a trunk? Is that real? It is real, but is it? Did you? No, I, I mean, think she got seven. The and monk you, in the trunk does not count. It doesn't. Monk in the trunk. That is a beer, right? I don't know of a brewery Sorry. named Monk in the Trunk. Oh, was, was, was that there. seven or was that six without? It monk would be in the trunk? six without Monk in the trunk. But Whoa. I never heard of the. I think he. I think he blew it, dog. Okay. Damn it. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's check that one. That's a question mark. Monk in the trunk, not a brewery. Is it just a beer flavor? It's a beer. I've seen the name. Okay. I just don't know anything about it. All right, right now it's Inlet Brewing Company. Damn it. Yeah, that that one I knew was not a brewery. What a shocker! (laughs) Alcohol? And you're wearing your witch's uniform? (laughs) Yeah. Ah, bruh. Bruh, bruh. You need to get. Hey, let's focus up. Okay. All right. It looks like it's tied one apiece now. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Curse this game. I dropped it on beer. I, it's, you know, get focused. You're all right. Get back on your broom. 
Okay, here we go. We go back to uh, see Virginia Jaybird here. Uh, next one up. Guy names that start with the letter B. Oh, that's fun. All right, yeah. Guy names that start with the letter B. Uh, Jaybird, how many can Virginia name in 10 seconds? I mean, she should be able to do 10. 10. Okay. 10 for, yeah, first names. Yeah, 10. 10. Okay. Guy names start with the letter B. Suits, what do you think about Denny's? I mean, there are a lot of them, but 10, I, I just I, I can't push Denny's to 11. I can't do that to him. I, I, I got to say, uh, do it, bitch. Okay, Virginia. 10 guy names that start with B in 10 seconds. Your time begins now. Bill, Bob, Brad, Brock, Brent, Ben, uh, Brett, Beck, Bon. She did not do it. Whoa. She did not do it. Brian, Boog, Buddy. Boog. Boog, Boog Powell. Okay, Baseball Boog, player. Okay. Boog. All right. That's an unfortunate name. Ten? Okay. Virginia did not do it. It looks like you guys, I'm going to pick a loser again here this I, week. I don't know if my girl's focused today. I'm trying, but you came out the shoot with ten? I thought I thought it was a perfect moment to show you how, how, how tight you are. Wow. What? I haven't been tight since the 90s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> since the Jay Cavaricci's been out. Bruh. <laughs> tight in this game. Since Jay Cavaricci's. <laughs> okay. Denny's and Suits, you can win uh, it on this. Whoa. Yeah. Ten? I mean, B names is not that hard. I was saying names the entire time. I know. You didn't say enough. Clearly. You All right. blew it. Started with a B. <laughs> Boogged it. You're a bitch. Oh, All right, names of gas stations. It's the next one. Past Suits. and present. Yep. Any point ever. Yep. All right. We'll go with that. Names of gas stations. Suits, how many can Denny's name in 10 seconds? I mean, there are a lot of them. I'm going to say that Denny's can do seven. He can do seven. Okay. Jaber, what about Virginia? The witch can definitely do eight. She loves gas. <laughs> Suits, what do you think about? Nine's too many. Do it, bitch. Okay. Virginia, you have to name eight gas stations in 10 oh. seconds or you will lose today. Okay. Your time begins now. Texaco, Mobile, Chevron, Exxon, Racetrack, uh, BP, uh, Shell, uh, Chevron, uh, Texaco. Oh, you already said those two. Damn it. Seven, you lose. Damn it. We won, Denny's? lost. I picked a loser again. Wow. <laughs> really? Oh, oh my did goodness. Denny's, I can't believe it. I'm in shock. Unbelievable. I thought you were going to go. Wow. Amco? Man, oh, man. Virginia's going to be Amco. so wow. I didn't even think of Wawa. I didn't think of Wawa. Bucky's either. Yeah. I didn't even think of it. Ugh. <sighs> I was going to wow. sing your Gas Jam song was how I was going to do that. I said all those. You did. I heard you. Man, okay. You had to get Chevron eight. It looked like you're right at seven. Oh, she forgot Bucky's too. Tom Thumb? Yeah, to get the, the Bucky's in there. Tom Thumb's obscure there, right? The hell's Tom Thumb? Tom Thumb's got great. <laughs> That's an obscure one, man. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. I, 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 don't, I don't ever know it's real. I don't even know. How about kinda, that, huh? I'm kind of stunned, Kevin. Yeah, another up. I'd say every week this is every uh, week. Oh, it's, it's an upset. We've won twice in a row with you gambling, Denny's. Every week. I can't believe or, uh, it. Or guessing, not gambling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely can't. I think I got a it. concussion. Don't mind me. We get an upset <laughs> every week. Okay, this punishment. 
This is what the question is for the losing team. All right, what are we going to be doing for the punishment? That's what you're going to find out next. KVJ. All right, we had another upset today, and do it be. Virginia and Jaybird wound up losing to Denny's and Suits. So we've got a punishment for the losers and for me who chose Virginia and Jaybird. Thought, okay, I'm going to go back to picking the favorites and uh, lost again. So I am not good at this. I think I think Virginia's mad at me. Ten? You started at ten. Uh, I thought I thought doing ten B names was easy. I guess I'm wrong. I did eight. People wanted you to try. How about I do this? Can I do girls' names? Is that fair? As we That's, did well, yeah, this. whatever. Okay, Guy, okay. Girl, whatever. Okay, girls' names that start with the letter B. Bird, go. Brenda, Bunny, uh, Belinda, uh, Vasquez. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's it's a different topic. Bruh. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be fair. Apples to apples. Guy names starting with the letter B. Go. Benedict, Buddy, Brock, Brian, Bill, uh, Ben, Benjamin, uh, Buttercup, uh, Bas- Basquez, uh, <laughs> Brian Ryan. But you got seven. We're not accepting Buttercup. Yeah. Ten, ten might have been a little aggressive. Uh, I was wrong. You I'm went sorry. hard. I'm sorry. You went hard. I didn't mean it. I believed in you. Yeah. Well, you need to get your stuff under control. You can't start with ten. Damn All right, it. well, here's what we're doing for the punishment for the losers because we're right on deck of 4th of July. In fact, it is going to be a week from today, America's birthday. We're going to do a fun Americana punishment here today. Fun? The losers are going to have a bottle rocket shot out of their butt crack. <laughs> I mean, USA, USA, USA. USA. So the bottle rocket will be placed in there just so it stands upright, and then Denny's will light it. It'll shoot out. We're taking this act up to the lake? Yes, we are. (laughs) Got to do a road show for this. Let's do uh, it in the hall. Fire up a little Facebook Live, though. We will have the video for you to uh, watch, and uh, we'll have some audio for you in just a second. I got you here, Kev. Okay, all right. Uh, We are on. Yes, Okay. All right. All right. So here we go. So I am exposing my tuchus right now. Yeah. My baby's. Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's the only way to do it. Okay. You want to get everybody lined up and then we can fire them all at once? Okay. All right. So here we go. So here goes uh, mine. Let's just hope it goes off. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, 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 went off of my behind. Oh, 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 my gosh. Oh, the thing went off of my butt. Oh, oh the smoke is just coming out of your pants. I'm all right. I think it will be all right. I just heard a, oh, good heavens. Oh, I got to see this. Oh, I got to see this. Suits, the thing just went off of my butt. It, I can oh, see the God. smoke coming out of your pants. It looks so awful. <laughs> oh, did you see that? Oh, my goodness. Okay, Virginia's going to give it a try. Now, Virginia's just kind of uh, holding it right at her uh, butt cheek. Let's see if you can get it in there. I mean, mine was really in there, and I realized I put the stem way too deep. I'm like, this thing's not going to take off. Okay, here goes Virginia's, and boom, shot it right into the lake. Wow, that one <laughs> took off. <laughs> <laughs> it flew right over behind. Hers is actually imperfect. That was great. 
Okay, mine was a complete dud. Oh, gosh. Kids, don't play with fireworks. Don't do this at home. This is very stupid and this is very dangerous. Do not do this at home. Leave it to the stupid okay, professionals. Okay, so we're paying off our do-it-to-be punishment here, firing uh, bottle rockets out of our butt cracks. All right, here goes Bird. All right, his is getting lit by Denny's right now. It's uh, sparking, and it's, let's see. Oh, no. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's did the same. It's did the same. <laughs> his butt wouldn't let go. It didn't take off. It just exploded. <laughs> oh, that looks so rough. <laughs> oh, he just exploded his butt. Oh, you already went having a stick. I my butt. She's like, stop being there. She's got Okay, all right, so there's definite good ways to do this and ways not to do it. Do whatever your clothes way Virginia did. Don't stick it in your actual butt crank or you will burn your butt. Bert and I have uh, both burned our behinds here today. So, again, kids, don't do this at home. But there you go. Can we get a chance? USA! 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 My KVJ show. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! Well, I guess this is probably a good lesson to learn if you are an attorney who is defending a convicted murderer. If they try to whisper something to you, don't bend down to let them whisper it to you because they will elbow you right in the face. Joseph Zeiler, who is a convicted murderer, was hoping for a new trial and decided to elbow his lawyer right square in the face. Uh, the new trial is not going to go so well. No, two bailiffs <laughs> immediately wrestled him to the floor. That's and it. You're done. Yeah. The... <laughs> Yeah, the new trial is uh, not going to happen. The judge is like, yeah, dismissed. And he did not overturn the conviction. He's like, I've seen enough. This guy doesn't belong on the streets. No, he can't even hold himself together No, while trying to get a new trial. You're supposed to be on your best behavior in that moment. Yeah, if you did not know the story, Zyler was convicted of the 1990 killing of an 11-year-old girl and her babysitter in Cape Coral. Oh, let him fry. It looks like, yeah, that's what they're going to be going for is the death penalty. Kid, kid killer, don't even waste your time putting him in prison for life. Just let him fry. It's crazy. Some of these these they do terrible things like that. They'll be in jail for 25 years sometimes. What a waste. What a waste. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Uh, now you know. Well, a cleaning company is being sued after a janitor unplugged a freezer in a lab because he was annoyed that it was beeping. <laughs> I pro- saw this. The problem, though, it destroyed cell cultures inside the freezer, which were part of decades worth of research. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think they're saying the uh, losses were in the millions. Time to get a new janitor. Yeah, probably. 49-year-old man in Rhode Island is facing a video voyeurism charge after he allegedly flew a drone to sneak a peek into the bathroom window of a female neighbor. We've heard about this. Yeah. Those drones, man. People are doing shady stuff with them. There's one in my neighborhood. I feel like it follows people when they're leaving. It kind of hovers. Yeah. It's it's happened to my car where someone's kind of like, is that drone following me? It, it doesn't mm. feel like they have enough regulations on those things yet. Because as far as we know, I mean, people could 
possibly be using those for video voyeurism. Oh, they, uh, totally. What, what are your rights on it? That's what this guy got busted for. Yeah. Well, apparently they do have at least some laws on the books. A TikToker said that his Sunday flight from Oklahoma City to Charlotte was delayed repeatedly 18 hours. Phil Stringer's his name. The cool thing about it is he ended up with a viral video and... He was the only one on his flight, so he got to sit wherever he wanted. 18 hours it was delayed? Uh, apparently was so, Was he at yeah. the airport the entire time just waiting? I guess so. Oh, that's depressing. And they came on and everybody kind of hammed it up that was on the plane. They did, you know, the announcements just for him. And <laughs> so he made a nice TikTok video of it. He's been all over the news today. So he got apparently everything he wanted to eat, drink. Uh, huh. Everything you could ask for. So. How is that a good idea for the airline? I don't know. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just cancel that flight? Because everything they got to pay, the pilots, the flight right. attendants, it's the really, fuel. Yeah, unless they had to get the plane from you know one location to another. Maybe. Because had another flight. That's the only thing I can think of. But yeah, it's, it's lax on some of those details, the story I saw today. Huh. Well, if you would like to be delayed for 18 hours, if you want to go to an airport in Florida, one of the ones to choose would be Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International. Sixth in the nation for being the worst when it comes to delays. Oh. 26.3% of all flights are delayed out of Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood International. But that Chili's, though, that Chili's <laughs> is good. It's not bad, yeah. You like the drinks. You like the cocktails at Chili's. My first flight I ever went on in my life was me, you, and Virginia sitting at that Chili's bar. Oh, yeah. And I was all nervous. You guys were giving me words of comfort. Well, Kevin was. We were giving you drinks of comfort. Yeah, I, I think the what? drinks are better than the words. <laughs> it was. And we ate so many buffalo bites. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> so good. Orlando's actually worse, so they were fifth oh, worst wow. in the country. Publishers Clearinghouse has agreed to settle a lawsuit with the FTC for $18.5 million for, quote, dark patterns and other unlawful business practices. Dark patterns. I don't know what that means, but those are the people bringing that big goofy check to your front door, right? Mm, what were they doing? I don't know. Bud Light is trying to rebound after their sales have plummeted by 28.5%. They're now basically giving you free beer for the 4th of July. It doesn't feel profitable. Well, neither is, you know, losing the market cap that they have in the billions and 28.5% of their sales. That uh, is a lot of money as well, so they're just throwing up Hail Marys now. Wow. They say that uh, basically they're giving away Bud Light for free in areas where 15 packs sell for less than $15. The rebate applies to purchases of up to $15 made between now and July 8th. That means that Bud Light is effectively giving away the beer for free in areas where the $15 15-pack sell for less than $15. So. That's what you have to do. So they've confused the heck out of you. (laughs) And you're like, wait, how do I just get a free Bud Light? That's the big question. I don't think anybody knows. Okay, as long as I'm not the only one that was confused about what Kevin just said. Yes. Okay. I heard free beer, and then I wasn't smart enough to be able to acquire the free beer. Rebates, $15, 15 (laughs) packs. What's going on? Throwing words like rebate at me. What? (laughs) Arby's has got a deal for you. They're bringing back their $5 for $5 classic roast beef sandwiches. I... But back in the day when I loved Arby's and I was going yep. there a lot, I loved this deal. Me and Panda would always go to Arby's getting this deal. It's a great deal. Five okay. sandwiches? Yep. Yeah. That feels like a little extra, like, excess food. Well, you, back in the 90s, it's, it did. Yeah. Ate a lot of food. <laughs> I'm glad they're bringing that back. It's an app-exclusive offer. So you get the Arby's app, but you can get it that way. 
They say the average American household is now spending $3,631 on takeout food every year. Yeah. That's a lot. Man, when you say it like that, you're like, wow. I'm trying not to do it as much. I've done Me it the last, too. I've done it the last week more than I have in the last couple of months. And holy crud balls, it is, it's very expensive. I'm trying yeah. to only do it in cases of emergency. At every other time, it's so much better to pick it up yourself. Pizza is the most popular takeout food, followed by Chinese, sushi, and tacos. They say the cost of cookouts have jumped 17% from where they were last year. The items to stay away from, beef up 6%, steak up 8% in costs. But your chicken, cheese, and potato chips are cheaper this year than they were last year. Oh, well, that's good. Hmm. Yeah, I tell you what's I not. Pickles. Yeah. <laughs> And this would have helped out Virginia when it came to a do it be. The world's largest gas station is now a Bucky's. It just opened in Knoxville, Tennessee. It features 74,000 square feet of retail space and 120 pumps. I hope. Wow. Does that mean that they're going to have a bigger fudge section? I think they'll have bigger everything. I was uh, looking at some of the video of it today, the, the brisket and the pulled pork and all that kind of stuff. Massive. Bucky's made me rediscover my love for fudge. There's so many different <laughs> yeah. versions out oh, there yeah. for fudge, Fat Kevin. 74,000 square feet is 50 times larger than the average American gas station. And they're going to have 400 employees. Wow. At one gas station. I don't like brisket, but when I was there, it smelled really good. People were, were getting a lot of brisket. They do it where you can just buy it by the pound. You can buy it on a sandwich. You can buy it in a wrap. I mean, they come, and it's so fresh. Mm-hmm. And you can buy a pretty good flannel there. They have shirts galore. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Okay, we had somebody going through TSA. They missed the Carib Royale code. It is Fountain, F-O-U-N-T-A-I-N. That is a word you need right now to enter into the mobile app or online streaming player, WRMF.com, or WRMF is what you look for for the app. But the cool thing about this... We do have a nice four-day, three-night trip to the Carib Royale Orlando to give away right now. And Tracy in West Palm Beach is the name we have drawn. Hello, Tracy. Good morning. How the heck are you doing, Tracy? Uh, so much better now. I want Virginia to tell you all about this Carib Royale Orlando because she stayed there last week. Virginia, what was your big highlights? I mean, the rooms are all upgraded. They spent $40 million renovating the property, so they're all suites. They've all got like a living room with a fridge and a microwave. Uh, there's a water slide. There's a big pool. There's a gym. There's an arcade. A great restaurant. That Venetian Steakhouse is delish. Like, I could go on and on. You're going to love it. I'm so excited. Thank y'all so much. You are so welcome, Tracy. You have a good time, okay? Thank you. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Woohoo! She kind of sounds like a sweet, nice Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> She's kind of like the sweeter side of Southern. Yes. Virginia's more a little bit of the spicy side. <laughs> yeah. I'm more the side that might burn you. Yeah. Like yeah. a fire. She's like a bottle, bottle rocket in the behind. <laughs> I got a fireball in my pH. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the footage of mine. It looks pretty. Denny did a great job getting it. Yeah. I think you both had too tight of a grip on your bottle. <laughs> I, I had a terrible strategy because what had happened was if you missed it, our punishment for the losers for Do It B was firing a bottle rocket out of your behind. So 
I took the stem, and as Denny had, Denny's had lit it, I'm like, wait a minute, I think I put it in too far. And so <laughs> you went too deep. I reached back to try to loosen it up a little bit, because I'm like, this thing isn't going to fire. And sure enough, it just kaboom, exploded right in my tuchus. My kind of crawled up inside. <laughs> yeah. I feel like mine shot the other direction. It's gonna. There's going to be issues later. Right? Yeah. You can already tell. Right. <laughs> Not great execution, but a fantastic video. And a bad idea. Don't try that at home. Absolutely not. That leg cannon came in handy today. <laughs> We're trained professionals. No one should try that at home. We're not trained. Shut up. I don't even call myself a professional. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a little getaway, I know a lot of people will, because uh, many people are going to be taking a four-day weekend. I know for us, it is a company holiday on that Monday, and that's smart. you got the third as a company holiday for some, and uh, then the fourth. I think most people, if uh, you have a regular 9-to-5, will be observing the 4th of July, I would assume. Uh, for a vacation day. So a lot of people are making this a four-day weekend. So if you're looking to get away for a day or two and go see something interesting and odd, thankfully you're in Florida. We got tons of really weird stuff in this state. Stuff you can drive to, which yeah. makes it so much more affordable. You don't have to get a plane ticket. Those plane tickets are expensive right now. Which of these would you rank as the weirdest, oddest town or attraction in Florida? My nominees are Key West. They pride themselves on being weird and odd. In fact, back in 1982, they declared themselves, in a sense, independent of the U.S. <laughs> and called themselves the Conk Republic. It was a protest against the federal government's action in response to a U.S. Border Patrol checkpoint on U.S. Highway 1. And now, every single year, if you haven't been, they do have the Conk Republic days. They go out there and they uh, kind of do a... Uh, was I? Didn't they attack like a Coast Guard vessel with cabbage or something like that? And I think they go out there and they throw cabbage at. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a weird whole thing. They have a parade and festival and all kinds of things. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe in attacking the Coast Guard, but I do believe in a festival. So, throwing cabbage sounds fun, but don't hurt the military. I'm with Virginia on that. Yeah. But it does sound fun though. Mm, I don't think they felt too threatened. <laughs> No, because everybody in QS is drunk. Probably has terrible aim. Yeah, they got them. They got the ghost stuff out there. They got the the Robert the doll. They got them cats with them extra. It's, it's an odd town. Yeah, when you think about the six-toed cats, Robert the doll, uh, the ghost stuff. Conk Republic. Yeah, you put it all together. Key West is a pretty odd town. But it's fun. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm gonna go there for my birthday next month. Are you guys gonna come? Um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know. You're not coming. We don't know. You just sprung a lot on us. There's a a lot going on right now. You've burned your butt. You're busy. Casadega is a small city in Volusia County that is known as the psychic capital of the world. It was found in the late uh, late 1800s by spiritualists who believed in communicating with the dead. And now today, Casadega is home to a large number of psychics, mediums, and spiritual healers who offer their service to visitors. So a lot of times when people need one of those services, they go to Casadega. But if, they, if you go into that town, what's the, the town like? I know they got some psychic people in there, but if you go into you know, a Publix... Is the are you are you going to a cashier that's very psychic? I believe it's pretty small. I've seen some photos. It looks old and very small, and like they may not even have a Publix. Mm. Whoa! Yeah. Where is it geographically? Volusia County. That is, I'll let you pull out a map. It's a uh, I'm gonna say southwest. Yeah, no. Is ish. <laughs> no. North. 
Yeah. Yeah. Northeast. Uh, no, I think it's wrong. Northwest from here. Okay, all right. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, Gibsonton, located in Hillsborough County, is home to a community of circus performers, oh. including former clowns and acrobats. It was a popular winter destination for circuses during the 20th century. They had to have a place to go when it got too cold up north and they couldn't travel around to cities like Chicago and Minneapolis. This is a place you told me about that would have your... People that were like, yeah. you know, the wolf people, all that kind of stuff yeah. that, was, that would not be allowed today. Absolutely, yeah. They, and they found, you know, they would commiserate there, too, because, you know, hey, they were all circus performers. They used to call them the circus freaks. Aww. And it was a, a tough age and era. And so, you know, they would find, uh, hey, look, we all want a place where we all belong, right? And they would find that there in Gibsonton. But sometimes the, the, the circus lifestyle can be harsh and hard and not very nice. Mm-hmm. doesn't pay well, either. I think they work, and they just put it all out there for peanuts. Mm. Do you know that for a fact you're saying that? Oh, I mean. <laughs> Another Virginia fact? It, it seemed a little spotty, Kev. Okay. And to get on that trapeze, you'd have to pay me a lot more than they're paying. But I don't think you I think... I don't want to get into a circus argument with you right now. I, I, you don't I, think Virginia maybe knows the going rate for a trapeze artist? No, I don't think Virginia knows the ins and outs of the financial doings of the circus, Kevin. Okay. Whatever it is, it's not enough. <laughs> Wikiwachi is another interesting place to check out in Florida. It is a small city in Hernando County that is known for its famous mermaid show. Ooh, okay, now that's just my game. It takes place in the Wikiwachi Spring State Park, which has been a popular tourist destination since the 1940s. They got a whole bunch of different underwater performances, and visitors can watch mermaids perform in an underwater theater and even take part in a mermaid training camp. Oh, Dog, that's so my game. That'd be fun. Does that sound like an awful or awesome road trip? Awesome. I say we do that. We've, we been, wanting to, we've been wanting to go to the Springs. Where Where exactly is that at? Hernando County. Okay, that is west. I do know that. Okay, yep. Sebring in Highlands County, Florida, is known for its bizarre sculptures and statues. The city is home to a number of unique art installations, including a giant statue of a fly... And a life-sized cow made entirely of scrap metal. It's, again, you're kind of... This is your state. <laughs> yes. I am, you were born in the right place. I am a Florida man. Yeah. Weird, like me. <laughs> and another place for you to check out on a possible mini vacation here in Florida, Monkey Island. It's in Hermosassa. Back in 1961, a group of primates escaped from the now-closed... Uh, Homosassa Springs Wildlife State Park and eventually ended up on a nearby island where they've been living ever since. And today, Monkey Island is a popular tourist attraction where visitors can view the monkeys from the safety of a pontoon boat. I love the idea of Monkey Island. You just listed the bird's perfect summer. I mean, I just talked about Key West, Casadega, that's got uh, the psychic, psychic capital of the world, Gibsonton, which is a uh, circus town. I want that mermaid. Wikiwachi is the mermaid place. Sebring has got the odd sculptures and then Monkey Island. I want that mermaid. That Mermaid's mer- your, your okay, place. That sounds fun. Okay. Bird is in. Maybe that's where you find your wife. Maybe she's a mermaid. Is she a performer or does she really have legs out of the water, fins in the water? She's not Ariel. All right. Because <laughs> I would date someone like that. <laughs> we know. 
All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, I'm going to test your knowledge, see how many uh, odd road trips you guys have taken through America off the beaten path. Can you tell me, are these real or fake American towns? Towns like Hooker. <laughs> Let's go. I am so into a road trip to Hooker. Ding dong or nutsack? What do you think? <laughs> real or fake American towns? You'll find out next. It's KBJ. Well, talking about some interesting and odd attractions that uh, if you got a couple days off around the 4th, you just uh, pop off and see. One of the uh, towns has a mermaid show in it. Wiki Wachi Springs. We're looking at all their pictures right now, and these mermaids are kind of cute, Jay Okay. Burn. My boy Klepto from the Snack Pack just texted me, said, I just watched a documentary about the mermaids at Wiki Wachi Springs. He goes, that is it's very sad. They really think that they're mermaids. They kind of come off insane. Oh, man. This is just your kind of town. Oh, yeah. They come off insane. He'll fit right in. I love insane people. <laughs> they really think they're mermaids. Well, they have a mermaid training camp, or I guess, yeah, maybe that's it. They go through the training camp and they think that now they're actually a real mermaid. People are saying in the chat room that they spend tons of money on their mermaid gear. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah it's a thing. Okay. That's uh, a Wiki Wachi in Hernando County. Well, turned on. Yeah, I maybe you, you put are. a little merman fin on and go see if you can hook it up. I don't know. Could you see me with a mermaid, Kev? Yes. You could? Yeah. <laughs> I could. <laughs> You're a terrible swimmer. <laughs> I beat you at swimming, so that tells you how bad you are. I didn't know the place we were swimming to. I was confused. And I am a terrible swimmer. I am. So, I just kind of float a little bit and then sink. Okay. <laughs> it's like manatee kind of thing. I'll, I'll, I'll float for a couple seconds and then just, I don't know, anchor Pennington goes straight down. That's so crazy you said that because I just saw the, uh, the, the sweetest little story. A Florida deputy holds a distressed manatee's head above water for hours, saving its life. Aww. It sounded like kind of like a jaybird type thing where it was just kind of sinking. <laughs> Remember, that was the first time I ever went national for the show they had to they had to fish me out of the water and i was overweight and all of the articles written about me were oh this blubbery dj he's got fat whale skin they, they said you look like uncooked dough Damn. i mean i made some changes after that little press yeah, run that was tough <laughs> yeah. that was tough it's hard not to internalize it when they call you uncooked dough well the, the police had to fish me out of the water yeah it's awful it was yeah uh, it was, it was kind of rough. Uh, somebody thinks you ought to put together a weird Florida tour with a bus to take people around. They think that a lot of people might do that. I agree. I think there needs to be a cap of how many people should be on that bus because I think if you have too much weirdness, it can get too weird. Can you imagine what that thing would be like if Jaybird's taking a weird Florida tour? Last time he was on a bus, he had his testicles twisted. Uh, yeah. And then the. Yeah, and then a person threw up in Palm Beach County going down to the Keys. They threw up within 20 minutes. You know you pregame too hard. Yeah. If you if you puke and you're still in Palm Beach County, <laughs> I kind of girl. Already, I've already done this weird tour already. <laughs> so if you've done some uh, road tripping to some interesting spots in America, maybe you'll know the answers to these. Real or fake American town? Hooker. Do we have a real town named Hooker in America, Virginia? We need it. We want it. Bring us to Hooker. We do have Hooker. <laughs> Hooker, Oklahoma <laughs> is a real town. It's great. How about Intercourse, Jay Bird? Do we have a real town in America named Intercourse? It almost sounds too much. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that's a fake one. Gonna say fake on that. Mm. No, it's a real town in Pennsylvania. Intercourse, really? Pennsylvania. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Yeah, What's up with place. that? Why would they name it that? Don't know. Can't explain these people. Horny gonna, mayor. Yeah. What about Climax, Virginia? Do we have a town named Climax in America? Yeah, I feel like we do. We do, yeah. Uh huh. It's uh, a real town in Michigan. Huh. Climax, Michigan. What about Ding Dong, Jay Bird? <laughs> do we have a real American town named Ding Dong? I think we do. You think we do? Yeah, it seems just goofy enough to be real. We got Ding Dong, Texas. Wow. There's Ding Dong, Texas. <laughs> uh, what about Nutsack, Virginia? <laughs> I think, dog. I want to go to Nutsack. I think it's real. You do? I do. I don't think it's real. Real? All right. Go, go on your own because we've been off today with. with our, our chemistry. Our chemistry's been off. Has been less than perfect, Kevin. Okay. Show me Nutsack, not real. Gonna go fake. You're correct. <laughs> what about uh, Spread Eagle, Jay Bird? <laughs> do we have a town in America named Spread Eagle? Hopefully it's next to that mermaid town for you. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, I'm going to say yes, we do, Kevin. You're going to say Spread Eagle? We got Spread Eagle, Wisconsin. Yes. Okay, Wisconsin. Very nice. Okay, Virginia, what about Soggy Bottom? Do we have a Soggy Bottom in Gosh, America? That feels like a town in a cartoon. Soggy Bottom. You're thinking of River Bottom, River yeah. Bottom Nightmare Band. Oh, you're right. I'm going to still say, yeah, that's real. I need it. Okay, it is not oh. real. There's no soggy bottom, unfortunately. Damn it. Uh, Jaber, what about Stinky Finger? Do we <laughs> no, have. A... There's no way Stinky Finger's real. <laughs> oh, no, actually, yeah, you're right. There's no Stinky Finger. <laughs> sorry. No Stinky Finger. You know. uh, Virginia, what about um, Dookie? Do we have an American town named Dookie? I'm going to say yes. We have a dookie. You're going to go with uh, dookie. It is fake. Oh, dookie, dookie Colorado sounds like it'd be a real thing. <laughs> it totally does. How about uh, PP, Jaybird? Yes. Yeah, we do have PP. PP, Ohio is a real town. Did you know that? No, I've never heard of PP, Ohio. And I'm from there. I'm from huh. Ohio. Yeah, I never heard of PP. Uh, Virginia, what about the uh, booger hole? <laughs> <laughs> I've got my finger in mine right now, Kev. <laughs> Booger hole. Is that, is that a real American town? That can't be real. Can't be real. You're going to say that's fake? Fake. Uh, no, that's real. Oh, Booger, Booger hole? Booger hole, West Virginia. <laughs> I mean, if ever there was just a better marriage, Booger hole, West Virginia. Do better, West yeah. Virginia. I have to see what that town is like. Booger hole, Booger West Virginia. Pull it what, up. Check it out. What is going on? What would be the highlight? If somebody were going to Booger hole, West Virginia for their summer vacation, <laughs> you'd be like, in Booger hole, you've got to check out what? It kind of looks like exactly what I thought. Just in the middle of nowhere, woods. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's beautiful. It yeah. is really. Okay. It's not. It's it's a small. It, it reminds me of a more. They got like a big green nugget in the middle of town or something. Or I don't know. There's a it's booger hole hollow too in Tennessee. It reminds me of Ohio a little bit. <laughs> Logan. Yeah, they're very similar. Yeah, same topography. It's the. Appalachian Mountains. Oh, there's there's unsolved murders in Bur Booger Booger Hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there is. KVJ.
We all have a price. What is yours? How much would it take for you to spend a night in a cave with bats? They eat your hair, Kevin. They Are we do. sure about that? Do I the bats do the bats want to mess with you or the bats just want to be bats? I was always told, especially when I went up to Pennsylvania, speaking of Pennsylvania, at nighttime the Pennsylvania bats will attack and try to rip off some people's hair, kind of go down to people's hair. Really? That's what I was told. <laughs> okay. Kevin, you got that new hair. No, I can't do that. <laughs> That's expensive bat night. Yeah, you just uh pulled my price tag way up then. That's one thing they can't attack on me. I don't think they're I don't think they sweat humans like other animals. I think they will kind of fly around you if you're not careful. But what if yeah. I just roll up in a ball and just chill all night like that? Like are the bats gonna care that I'm there? I feel like bats don't care. Yeah, but staying in a ball all night in a cave, you're just not moving, is that really how you want to go about it? Bruh. Name your price. I think I'd start at a thousand dollars. I consider it. If you were legit and you handed me a thousand bucks, I might go sleep in a bat cave. Because I think you're right. You could just kind of hunch your way in there, lay down, just stay low inside your sleeping bag, and then the next day just kind of hunch your way out. A thousand bucks—that's not that big of a deal. You might get some bat poo on you. Yeah. And when I say eat their hair, I just mean they—they they attack like they—they they go for the. Is the Jay head. Bird right? Do bats go for the hair? Because that does make a big difference. Yeah, I'm not saying they consume the hair, but they—they—they they, they see your. your uh-huh. You gotta kind of go like this. They don't consume it. What do they do? Just style it for you? And they uh, fly away. Like give you a little head massage. <laughs> That's what I was told. Believe me, if I'm wrong, you'll get 19 emails about it. They swoop in, give you a cut color, and then leave? <laughs> I'm going for 1000 How much for you, Virginia? I would consider it for 2000 Okay. Bird? 500 <laughs> Okay. He's the cheapest one on the show. He undercuts us, and that's how he wins the deal. What about this? How much would it take for you to have all of your food pre-chewed by a person with lip sores for one week? Oh, my gosh. We, we're we're going to have to pay for this one. That's, by the way, the most disgusting thing I've heard all year. Kevin, I can't do it. Because what, what, what's the infection? Why do we have lip sores? Like, if you eat you whatever know. they're eating, like, it's going to be in their saliva, you and then you're going to be sick with whatever they're sick with. You're, you're gambling Gary. You're just going for it. It's it's disgusting. There's a chance there could other be things going on there. Yep. To me, you got to, for that, you got to give me $100,000 tax-free or a bit on the air. <laughs> I start. It's it's a million at least. That's terrible. Yeah, it's got to be over a million for me because what if they give you something that you end up being sick with for the rest of your life? Exactly. That's what you got to think about the long term here. All right, I'll. I'll I can't change. Nope, my, you're already logged in. Yep, I can't nope. change my number. And and we got the guy. <laughs> now we just need the lip sore. <laughs> I'm going to stop answering first. I'm going to see what the price market is first. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's it. You go first and you go low. I'll start with Virginia on this one. How much would it take for you to gain 100 pounds that you can never lose? Whoa. It's on you forever to the day you die. By the way, it would be so tough to work with Virginia if this happened because she would not be able to stop talking about it. Okay, extra large, 100 LBs. Large Virginia would be really sad, and I think it would change me as a human <sighs> in cool. every way. Cool thing is, though, I finally got 
that buffet partner I wanted. Yeah, baby. Because <laughs> you got to just throw it at Dave. You can't, you can't yeah. do anything about it. At that it. point, Just yeah. go full gorilla just for it. Just go all the way. Yeah, which, by the way, is a fr- it's a freeing feeling to just to surrender sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. I think you got to talk like tens of millions at least. Okay. All right. I can't do it. Okay, Bird, what are you thinking? To never be able to get it off, that's where the money comes from. And I'm yeah. going to say that's a $5 million punishment. Because yeah. you're talking health issues. Exactly. It that's cha- that's what I'm thinking life. about. Yeah. What you if, can't walk stairs the yeah. same. You can't go to your car through the parking lot the same. Could be like, talking about taking years off your life, possibly. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Got to start at uh, 5 mil. I'm probably 10 mil for that one. I think you're right. Right, because I'm thinking maybe it'd be 10 years off my life. Might well, be an extra million a year. I want to spend a lot of money on food for me and Virginia's buffet party. <laughs> I'm going to be so sad. You're going to need to spend a lot of money on therapy because it's going to make me depressed. Yeah, no, you would not be. I, I You would not be a good eating partner. Nope, I would not. Li- you're right. Ugh. All right, yeah. this cannot happen. <laughs> he already bailed on me. I've been fat for five seconds, and he bailed. Yep. Damn. What's your price on this? How much would it take for you to pass a kidney stone the size of a pea? Oh, Kevin, I've heard that's worse than childbirth. I have I've, too. I've heard it so bad, and it's always in the back of my mind that it because it can happen to I anybody. Know. Anytime I get a slight pain, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got a kidney stone. Because I've seen it drop people and talk yeah. about changing your life for a month or so. I don't think they come the, as big as a pea, do they? That's big. And what's the recovery time on something? If I was to get a kidney stone today, what's that process like? Is oh, that a month long kind it's a, of? It's a lifetime. I think until you pass it, it is excruciating. So if you don't pass it, it could go on for, oh my gosh. I, I don't want to research it either because no. I'm Googling it. <laughs> You'll be thinking all day that you got one. I'm a minimum of $500,000. Because you know you're going to get a lot of pain. Oh, that's, I can't. I can't deal with that stuff. That's, minimum that's 500000 Minimum 500000 What I'm about you, Kevin. Virginia? I don't know. You're going to have to come at me with more than that. I'm taking nothing less than a million. Okay. And is it worse for boys because we got, got the pointers, they got the sitters? Yeah. I don't know. It's a great question. Yeah, I feel like... I think it'd be worse for guys. It would be worse for guys. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And finally, what's your price? How much would it take for you to let your mother give you a full rectal exam? (laughs) So when you say full, we're talking the whole darn thing. Yep, yep. All the way. (laughs) All the way up and in. Oddly enough, um, it would be very uncomfortable and weird... But, but if she knew what she was doing yeah. back there, if she was qualified in the arts of anal exploration yeah. for medical purposes, yeah. I don't think it would be that weird. I've had one before, and uh, to have my mom do it, I would for ten thousand dollars. I'm in. I don't get weirded out with my family about any kind of stuff like that. We're a very close family, and if yeah. if she's she's doing that, she's doing it in a nurturing way. She's trying to find if something's wrong. That's yeah. what mom's. Mm-hmm. And she got smaller hands. She's better than dad. Did I tell you while she's giving you, she's not wearing clothes, and, <laughs> and dad's in the corner watching. Yeah, <laughs> and it will be filled. What kind of weird thing did you turn this into? <laughs> Kevin helped me. <laughs> It was too normal it to was, have your mom right. just it digging was, around right. back it there. Was. I realized that. I'm like, well, we got to kick this up a notch. <laughs> None of us were really bad at yeah, No, no, it was too easy. It's too easy. It's got to go a little higher. <laughs> the KVJ Show.
been a lot of chatter about psychedelics lately, something that's always been on the fringe, but is a little bit more into the mainstream these days, and it's mainly because some high-profile people are endorsing it and how it's been great for them, including Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers. He made a pitch for psychedelics to be legalized last Wednesday at a conference in Denver. He said, is it not ironic that the things that actually expand your mind are illegal and the things that dumb you down have been legal for centuries? Damn. Can't have too many people with expanded minds. Can't Mm -hmm. have too many people questioning everything. What happens then, Virginia? No more sheep. (laughs) Exactly. They want us to be sheep. I know people that do that microdosing on Mm. mushrooms like a lot. Okay. Like a lot. Yeah. Well, they, if you do it a lot, is it microdosing? They, yeah, well, it they, does. They take just a little bit. It's but only they, microdosing, but I do a ton of it. I do it seven times a day. Yeah. They do it frequently throughout the week, uh-huh. but they only do a little bit each time. Yeah, I've had a few uh, PTSD military people send me some stuff. Because we've talked about it on mm. Weird and Whatever as well. And uh, they said with the microdosing, it's helped them with PTSD and some anxiety issues. I can see it coming. Like you're mm-hmm. saying, you're, you're seeing soccer moms starting to delve into that world. Yeah. Yeah, I think we need to be open to it and then try to ask ourselves, why others aren't open to it and why they're trying to restrict it. Well, I think, too, not everyone, it probably doesn't work great for everybody. You know, I think for some people it might might freak you out a little bit. Aaron Rodgers had said that he started his spiritual journey in 2011 after winning the Super Bowl, and he's like, okay, well, what's left? I'm at the pinnacle of my profession. He claims, though, after doing his first run with psychedelics, that his play improved when he tried it in 2020. He said, by comparing seasons, he said the previous year, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions. We had a good season. Did a little ayahuasca. Next year, 46 touchdowns, 20 more Five interceptions and MVP. So, kids, if you want to be MVP. (laughs) (laughs) But the only thing with his next quote, he did kind of start to sound like a guy who was on psychedelics. He said, words are so interesting. They have such power in their spells. There's a reason it's called spelling, because the way that the letters are put together have such power. Yeah, I mean, that might have been a, a round second microdose. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but those, them stats, though. Them yeah, the stats, yeah. TD 20 more touchdowns, only one more interception. Not bad. He's into all that alternative stuff. Didn't he lock himself in a room with nothing for like a week? Yeah, and he a was dark like, retreat. I'm totally going to uh, take all sensory out of my life, and it's going to make me a better human. And, you know. I love that idea. I think we are... Way too distracted with the technology. We're we're, we're a little spiritually lost. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you got to pop a mushroom, but I, I do think we got to hit the reset button on some stuff. Unplug a little bit. I just I feel like there's a spiritual deficit. Jada Pinkett Smith apparently introduced psychedelics to her whole family, and now her son Jaden said that using the psychedelics has increased his empathy for others and improved his relationship with his family, who likes to. Who likes to slap people on stage? <laughs> I've learned though, if you are on mushrooms and then start saying, "Oh, do it, do it," my dad did. I think like, uh, "Stop taking the mushrooms, kid." <laughs> yeah, they say that psychedelic use in people under the age of thirty doubled between the years twenty eighteen and twenty twenty one, increasing from 
3.4% of the population who had done it to 6.4% of that demographic. They say U.S. adults aged 19 to 30 increased their use of mescaline, peyote, and the magic mushrooms and PCP. Those non-LSD hallucinogens were greater for males. They say white young adults used these drugs at a higher rate than black people of the same age. So the numbers have increased, but it's still a small portion of the population, and it depends upon the age as well. Younger kids are getting into it. And I think, too, you have to be responsible with the amount that you take. I think the microdosing, people are saying that can be good for you. The problem comes in when you eat a handful of them and then you just start tripping balls and acting weird and doing all kinds of horrible stuff. It's like anything when a doctor gives it to you. You can be a maniac on Xanax. You can be a maniac on uh, Adderall. A lot of people get these, you know, they get the medicine and they overdo it. You're right. There there lies your problem. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's just uh, something out there. It would be something where if... I ever considered it, I'd have to know a lot more about it, and I'd have to be really watched by people. And I don't want any of that stuff where the sky is bleeding or dragons are coming at me or anything like that. So. <laughs> or like you look at people and their faces start melting. Couldn't deal with it. That no doesn't sound way. like a fun party no. to me. Yeah, that, that don't happen. Yeah. Doesn't happen? I get seen melting faces. Where do you get that at? <laughs> I'm saying, where, I've heard that before. People start tripping balls, and then they see walls, and people start melting. I don't want to. That's no fun party to me. That sounds like acid to me. All right, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I'm not gonna fight with you about it. hallucinogenics that we've both not taken. Yeah. The KVJ Show. We've got the app of the show coming up. It's on YouTube and also Twitch Live. Just go to either platform, look for the KVJ Show. Either platform, it's on demand, or you can get it anytime you want. Where you get all your podcasts called the ATS Bonus Material. Lawless. Bird, wrap us up with your thought for the day. The bad news is this: time flies. The good news, you're the pilot. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That's a good one. The KBJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.